It's a big day, the auction. What are we? What are you looking at today? You looking to get anything? Saw some baseball cards, something for my nephew. I think he'd like, but okay, nothing crazy. Just here for fun, really. Yeah, yeah. I heard about this duck. Oh. Yeah, I've never bid on something live. I thought that was just like <laughs> a stock auction. No, yeah, the, I heard about this duck. I guess I, they're everywhere. I'm just going to see what's up. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what's up next. Yeah. Hey, Oh, we got 20 from Stubby here. 20 from Stubby. 20 from Stubby. Stubby, 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 20, 20, 20, 20, Stubby, 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 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, you can't handle the truth! He was holding that. In. I was wondering what that. I was wondering was for. what his face was doing. Whoops. We're back, guys. We're back. Um, I will preface this immediately, saying I Pre-face. we did have to switch some things around. Um, Marina and I just moved into a brand new house this weekend, so we've been very busy. Thank you. Um, but her grandparent, her grandpa, came to visit with her auntie Nola, so we've been a little preoccupied with them too. And she was like, ah. We probably shouldn't do Napoleon Dynamite the weekend that they're here because I won't have as much time. So we are pushing that to March and we moved our first film of March to now, which is one that I'm sure, Lucas, you're so excited about. Uh, I was pretty hyped. So I've been on my my (laughs) radar for a while. Would you have been more excited if we did this one now or Ishtar? Probably Ishtar, honestly, but... This is a, a great step for the podcast. <laughs> our, our next trilogy that we're after the Transformers trilogy, it's this Disney Bundle trilogy. So the Ted Key trilogy, the Ted Key trilogy. So what we've got the today Ted-key-gy. is <laughs> Ted Key. It's too far. Trilogy. Um. So what we got today? 1971 film, The Million Dollar Duck. This is a Disney film akin to our previous ones in season uh, one. three. Oh, yeah. Editor, put in a ka noise after Million Dollar Duck. Every single one. <laughs> Every microwave thing. The Duck Dudes. Yeah. Cha-ching! Duck Dudes. I've already missed like eight of them, yeah. but um, I'm looking up Gus. That was 1976, so that's after this. And the cat from outer space, also, 1978. Yep. So this is the earliest of the Ted Kiyaji. Yeah. But so million dollar duck, super exciting. We're gonna end it super before exciting. we do. Beers. Seth picked up a beer for us. I said, get something that has like a Disney theme or a duck theme or money theme. So what did you get us today? 
I got dirty bastard scotch <laughs> ale. <laughs> nice. Because Walt was a dirty bastard. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He and I couldn't find anything with a duck on it. He did a lot. <laughs> it's by Founders Brewing Company. What's the alcohol content on this? 8.5. Oh my god. It's 50 what, IBUs. 50 IBUs at 8.5? You're killing me. So good it's almost wrong. Dark ruby in color and brewed with seven varieties of imported malts. Complex and finish with hints of smoke and peat. Oh, I love peat in my beer. Makes it smoky. That's where you get the smoky Paired taste. with a malty richness and Irish. a right hook of hot powder. A fucking right hook? Very this is, Irish. This is Francis Ngannou. It's made in Michigan. To give it the bad attitude that a beer named Dirty Bastard has to live up with. It ain't for the wee lads. This is uh, actually from a brewery from where my family lives. I got a bunch of cousins. My good grandpa used to live over there. R.I.P. Um, aunties. R.I.P. Not yet. <laughs> Clock's ticking, though. <laughs> Old bats. They don't listen. They're Those fine. dirty bastards. That actually ain't bad. Love you guys, if you are listening. <laughs> it's a very definitely, like, lager style. It's... You know, I didn't know this from Grand Rapids until I just looked at the box. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. So that's what we got for you today, and let's get into it. I've got some coffee and some, like, puffed Cheez-Its I'm snacking on as well. Oh, I love Ooh. puffed Cheez-Its. Any sort of cheese puff, except for the cheese puffs in A Talking Cat, I'm down for. <laughs> and the Cheeto ones. Those are the best. Puffy Cheetos are good. No, they're just... Everybody always says that. I just like the regular crunchy ones better. The texture's weird. They're not regular. There's crunchy or there's puffy. Neither are regular. No, there's original Cheetos that are the yeah. crunchy ones. And then why doesn't Cheetos. it say Cheetos original? Because it is the original. It doesn't need to keep bragging about it. It just says Cheetos on it. You assume it it's says original. crunchy underneath. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Look up a picture right now. Actually, you talk. I'll look up the picture. You lead us. What about forward. Cheetos twists, like the little spiral puffy ones? Didn't know they did that. To be honest with you, oh, that was a Fritos thing. Pretty good. No, they're puffy ones. Puffy twists. Brandon, I'm looking it up. Boom! Cheetos crunchy. You idiot. Why this is fake? Why news. when I look up Cheetos crunchy is the first place that sells them staples? Look at that. It does it's say staples, crunchy. then Instacart, then Target. $60. <laughs> it's a carton. Like okay. a 64 pack. <laughs> $60 for Cheetos. I'm mad that they do that now. Now I'm wrong and upset. <laughs> I thought you were right. Uh, I was riding with you. And now I die with you. Thanks. He he was he was riding you now we're so both hard. Dead. Now you're both dead. Am I doing this alone? All right. Our director today is going to be Vincent McKevity. Is that your voice at our funerals? That's your best morning voice. Yeah, but it's also like mysterious. Like I'm trying to. It's not I'm mysterious. trying to get like widows or something. You know, you're I'm, trying to pick up tail. Yeah, some strange like Will Ferrell in The Wedding Crashers. Some squeeze. Set off a great adventure. Not, that's money. It's not. <laughs> Where'd Lucas go? Lost you guys. He's just, he didn't want to be a part of this conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> he died, so he left. Yeah. <laughs> Still lost. For squeesh. For squeesh doesn't mean money. Squeesh is money. Google Who's our that. director? Let's today? see if it's on the bag. Who's our director today? Our director today is Vincent McKevity. I didn't hear. Can you guys hear me done... now? Yeah. Yeah, I did you miss a lot a of that? Yeah. He died. We were talking about nothing. No, no, we were talking about squeesh. All of squeesh. Um, so, so our director today is Vincent McKevity. Oh my god! What are you? Go on. No, I want to see what squeeze. I'm reading first. Hold on. <laughs> you said you exclaimed, "Oh my god!" Now I'm interested. 
Um, Vincent McKevity's done things such as Gus. Oh, hell yeah. Gus, 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 Gus. 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 The mule, the field goal kicking mule probably would have been better than Brett Maher. Fucking cowboys. Uh, oh. Lucas is, Lucas is gone. Like, he straight up left us. You think his computer's dead again? I don't know. I'm going to try and call him back. This is going to make this recording so difficult. It's be a little rough. Oh, no. Well, especially if his audio is still going and he's like, oh, what the fuck? What just happened? And we're is he good? Like, what happened? There you are. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I kept freezing out. I couldn't hear you guys. So you just left? Yeah, I restarted it. Okay, well, we got Gus. Gus. I said he would have been better than Brett Maher. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the Biscuit Eater. That's me. <laughs> I mean, a lot of... I've, I love biscuits. Um, you got the 1974 film Wonder Woman. Ooh. You've got Super Marvel. Dad. Another Marvel. No, Wonder Woman is not Marvel. Two Marvel movies under his belt. <laughs> <laughs> um, the strongest man in the world. Now that yeah. one's DC. Um, you've got Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. <laughs> Herbie goes bananas. Yeah, oh, another like, Herbie installment. Like Herbie fully loaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the Apple Dumpling Gang rides again. Those they sure did. <laughs> Six episodes of Star Trek. 45 episodes of Gunsmoke, 40 episodes of Simon and Simon, 28 episodes of Murder, She Wrote, two episodes of Dallas, and one episode of Magnum P.I. So some really big, like, TV stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. And then today. To ride out the Hollywood sequels as well. I thought there were. And then today, two writers. First one, Roswell Rogers. He's done films such as Two Weeks to Live. Mm-hmm. This is so. This is Washington. Oh, so this is it. Huh? Yeah, just across the street. Um, a hundred and eight episodes of Father Knows Best, <laughs> and twenty five episodes of Window on Main Street. Wow, I haven't wow. heard of a fucking thing. <laughs> nope. And then our other writer, Ted Key. <laughs> Woo! Keys Hit him with it. Uh, you got the Bullwinkle show. Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yeah. I Tell love that show. It. 138 episodes of Hazel. <laughs> um, Something called Gus. My niece's name. Have you heard of it? Gernia it's not Gus, Gus. Hazel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get ahead of that one. Um, Something called The Cat from Outer Space. The what? Uh, an all-time beloved classic, We, as we well know. You love that film. And last A friend of the podcast. The yeah. 2014 Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Oh, really? Yeah. I think did probably that one, just huh? story credit for him, I would imagine. On that one? Well, you would imagine wrong. He, he would have been long thing. dead by then. My family loves Peabody I and don't Sherman. actually know. I was just making things up. So he wasn't in Peabody and Sherman? He died in 2008. Did he write the book? Oh, he was the creator of the of that shit. Okay. Damn. I guess it was probably just a TV. Brandon, don't. What the hell? What does squeeze mean? 
Um, well, I'll let you read it whenever, whenever we get to taglines. <laughs> That's a tagline? Yeah. No, no, no. It's, don't read it as a tagline. It's like a paragraph that I'm not going to repeat on air. Oh, I'll okay. let you read. Okay. I don't even want to share with Lucas. His sensible ears. Mm. He's so young. He's, he's so we young. couldn't do it if Devin were on. No. He's too young for It'd that. It'd be illegal. Um, get shot. All right. After Ted Key, we've got cast. First off, you got Dean Jones. Our guy. Dean Jones. <laughs> He's the Captain Space Jones. guy. Is he not? He was like the. Is he the physicist in it? He is. Yeah. Like he's not the cat. No, he's not the cat. Because the cat's Jake Laravia. Correct. Dean Jones. I didn't think Dean Jones was in there. Wasn't he the same? I swore he was in the same movie. No, he's in. That was Ken Barry. Ken Baysmore. Dean Jones is in The Love Bug. Beethoven. Oh, Dean Jones isn't another Ted Key or like Disney kind of similar one. The Ugly Dachshund, though. Well, who's... All right. Keep it on. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Nothing to see yeah, here. Yeah, nothing there. Nothing. Move it along. Nothing. Um, next, you've got Sandy Duncan. That's a familiar name. That's a cat from Outer Space Girl. She was the one that was allergic to cats. Ken Berry looks exactly <laughs> the same as... They look so similar. When I saw his IMDb picture, I was like, I swear to God, I'm like, that's the same person. I was like, this guy's back again. Yeah. What a familiar face. Yeah. Um. So, Sandy Duncan, you got Joe Flynn. Who did you think it was? Johnny Flynn? Uh, I, thought I, just, I thought I read Johnny Flynn. <laughs> Great. Timberwolves draft pick, Johnny Flynn. Yeah, of the Minnesota faithful. Yep, hate him. <laughs> then you've got uh, Tony Roberts. Wow. Big hitter, actually. Good name. You've got James Gregory. Tony Roberts got... has been in a movie we've done on this podcast. Yes, he has, and I'm going to get to it. It's in my cat's facts. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay, jeez. <laughs> I'm glad you know, though. Also in Serpico. Do you know? I've not been paying attention. Do you know what movie Tony Roberts is in that we've done already? Was I on it? No. Then no. Well, if you listen to the podcast. They don't. No, you do. He's You're on like San Andreas now. I listened to like four episodes yesterday. That's how <laughs> I spent my day after I helped you move. I'm on uh, Kirk Cameron now. Holy shit balls. Yeah. So you got to relive Star Wars Christmas. Yeah, I did. That was a lot of fun. I also got to relive us doing the budget song and mixing up persecution and prosecution. I think yep. we got them we mixed it wrong. And we both said it the same. You will yeah. be persecuted. Yeah, we were like, oh, no, no, backwards. We did that wrong. And then later on, <laughs> we got it wrong again. Yep. Um, after Tony Roberts, you got James Gregory. You've got Lee Montgomery. You got Jack Crucian. Virginia Vincent. Jack Bender. Who we do hardly know. Yeah. But Boom, but don't don't bend her. If you don't know her, do not bend her. And last is a crazy name. Billy Bowles. <laughs> <laughs> do we not do we not know the duck's name? Or maybe that's a cat back too. I don't know the duck's name. Oh. Fuck. Because it was Rumper and Rumper Rumple and Amber for Cat from Outer Space. Lest we forget. I love that you've just got that, like, on a Rolodex to bring it up at any point. Mm-hmm. Fun trivia for you. I mean, there was some of my favorite actors. 
<laughs> That's true. And then a plot for you today. Um, Professor Dooley takes home a duck from his research laboratory as a pet for his son, but soon finds out that it lays golden eggs. Just like the fable. Mm. Oh, yeah, we might find a duck's name. I didn't look for it, I guess, but... Also, who did Billy Bowles play? He was Orlo. He was the blonde hooligan. Mm. Or (laughs) free-thinking counterculture youth. (laughs) The local 'er ne'er-do-wells? Yeah. You find anything? I'm still looking. I've been on one Wikipedia page so far. <laughs> I haven't really done um, anything too deep. So after plot, I've got no history for you guys. Damn. What? No history? Yeah. Doing us dirty. Edited four months ago. So it's budget time. Can you guess? Right, I'm locked in. The dime. The dime. <laughs> I think we kind of have to make that our new song. <laughs> That's so great. We have to honor Robert. R.I.P. We should celebrate him. Um, Man, he would have totally been on for this film. With a feast. But we need to have him on for Ishtar or something. We, no, we were going to have him on him for something crazy. I don't remember what it was. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. To be discussed. Uh, we'll figure it out. Budget. What do we think this budget was, guys? Wouldn't it be so funny if it cost a million dollars? Wouldn't it be on even the nose. funnier if it cost $1.1 million? Or two, actually. Maybe I won't be a little dickling. <laughs> My guess was going to be two and a half. Damn a little it. duckling. 2.6. Two and a half and 2.6? Sure. Okay. Uh, not applicable. Ah. Oh, it always you. gets me. I couldn't find that, but I will tell you, I've got U.S. and Canada and worldwide. I don't have an opening weekend. So we're going to start U.S. and Canada here. Total. Seth. Uh, Nothing's on IMDb as far as his name or Wikipedia. Thank you. Or the first page of Google. So if you want to check second page of Google, go ahead. Okay. I'm guessing how much it made in total. U.S. and Canada. U.S. and Canada. Um... That's tough without knowing how much it costs <laughs> or anything. Get Lucas Googling the answers over there. <laughs> no, I was trying to see if there was a budget because I thought Brandon was lying to me. No. I don't know. Can you guess the lie? <laughs> 2.6 million, I guess. Okay. I don't know how much things but, cost. Uh, it's right around where I was going to guess. I'll say $3 million. No, okay. no, no. Nope. Seven and, seven. seven and a half. Seven and a half. Damn. What did you say? Two point six. Holy shit balls. Is it five? <laughs> it's five point one. Lucas is our winner by point one million. No <laughs> way. That's crazy. I was gonna guess five and I was like, that seems high. Ah, oh, damn, I'm too dumb. This <laughs> this time I actually did have to do the math. I was like, oh my god. This picture. Looks like the duck's railing him. <laughs> it does. Show it to Lucas. With his corkscrew penis? Yeah, look at that. <laughs> what a movie! Getting um, and then ducks. worldwide, how much do we think this made? Didn't I? I gotta say, it only made five point one. I'm gonna say then. Damn it! I guess five point two. I was gonna say five point one. I'm not doing the prices right thing. I've got eleven point one here. Seth is our winner. <laughs> Hyped about it. Shit, that's what you get. 
Jinjo, get out of here. Jinjo, uh, more than doubled. So over 11 million. I'm going to guess it probably made it's my I'm just going to see what like Cat from Outer Space and Gus cost. Cat from Outer Space was 3 million, I believe. You're an insane person. So this is probably <laughs> 1.5. And this is this is, is like his first movie. <laughs> it was 4 million. Lucas, you're so dumb. You're only a million off. So this was four. That was four million seven years later, and had that plane scene in it. And Ted Key was more established, so they trusted him with more money. Had more of a that, bankability. And I'm gonna see what Gus cost. Do you remember that one? Uh, I believe it was right around there, four or five million. Mm, that one didn't have a budget. So just cat from outer space. So yeah, it's gonna be under four. So it probably tripled its money. Good for it. That's a good win. For the Walt Disney Corporation. Always good to see them getting more money. Ugh. It's tagline time, Seth. Can you guess the line? <laughs> tagline. <laughs> All right. Trade you. Yeah. Is that squeesh? Yep. That's one of the definitions. All right. <laughs> it's Charlie, the webfoot wonder with the 24 karat layaway plan. Ooh. <laughs> Just like Kmart. Spicy. <laughs> what a way to feather your nest. <laughs> I like that one too. Okay. He loves all these. <laughs> I don't want to say this one. What an egg extravaganza. Yeah. <laughs> don't. He <laughs> loves crying. all of them. It's not funny. <laughs> this one starts with an ellipsis. <laughs> yeah. Dot, 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 dot. All about a dropout duck who lays a 24 carat omelet in the tax accessor's lap. <laughs> <laughs> He's in tears. Oh, I love them all. I can't choose. You don't make me What's choose. What's your favorite one? I, my favorite's the last one because it sounds like somebody who just watched the movie and they were like, what would you give us as a tagline? He's like in awe still. <laughs> omelet it's in the tax it. accessor's lap. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's so Lucas funny. is crying. Yeah. I like the first one probably the best, but it's just taglines used to be so good. The layaway plan? Yeah. These are at least yeah. like fun and a little engaging. I like a what a way to feather your nest. I don't like that one. I think it's kind of out there. And I'm guessing <laughs> egg puns were more acceptable back in the day, but oh, that know. one didn't age well. <laughs> uh, do we have anything better? We can't. Go duck yourself. I was going to do something with duck and fuck. Yeah. Ducking around. Yeah. <laughs> but Lucas said we can't. Nothing's better. He refuses. I'm All right. it up to the pros. Squeesh. This is what Seth Brandon, found. Don't read this for people to, to hear. Let them Google it if they want to and go on Urban Dictionary, but do not read this into the microphone. A homosexual sex act. Sex act it's horrible. Where the top, the one penetrating the bottom... Busts a really large nut into the bottom, the one being penetrated by the top. The bottom then leaves to take a shit and comes back 30 minutes after they're done without wiping. I haven't even read this far. After That's they're why done I said don't wiping. read the rest of it, Brandon. Not wiping is essential. Then get back into doggy and whilst the top pushes their ass cheeks together, the bottom tries to fart. The strained release of gas amalgamates and congeals the semen, sweat, lube, and feces together to produce a really stinky but potently flavorful goo. Interesting. It's a lot of I steps. Asked you can you imagine to read? That. <laughs> can you imagine this at the the spelling bee? Like, yeah, it's like 
The other definition is just like a small squeeze. But can you imagine that at a, or when the woman kisses the tip of a man's penis? Oh, yeah. But can you imagine this as like a. I'm not imagining this. As a, like a spelling bee word. And like, can you use it in a sentence? And these ones right here. Damn, bro, your squeeze is especially tasty today. The fuck? Don't eat that. Uh, I don't think that would be a spelling bee word. I don't think so. Dude, remember when we I don't think it's squeeze? a real word. It's one of those fake words that Urban Dictionary gives terrible definitions to. I still didn't see money in there, though. I didn't either. <laughs> Take my word for it, though. Alright, that's taglines and squeeze definitions. That's gonna be a new recurring segment in here. The one random Urban Dictionary definition. Reading horrible things yeah. to people. Your mom listens to this, Brandon. You just have to say all those things for her. Hi, Mom! Yeah, your mother. Now she's gonna be mad at you instead of me. She's usually mad at me on here. Call me a racist. You racist? Hey, don't say that, Mom. Did you hear that? He called me a racist. Anyway. You don't have any taglines for sure then, Lucas? Uh, I'll pass. <laughs> That's fair. Bold. Fair um, It's dog facts. Gold facts. Mallard facts. Afflacts. Oh, yeah. Affleck. We saved that one and for a special moment. An actor that looks like Ben Affleck. Didn't joke it out of here. Or Quack Facts. The, uh, what was his name? He's just a henchman. Wait, we didn't use Afflacks for like Aladdin, did we? No. Okay. I think Afflacks is pretty awesome. Afflacks is perfect. Maybe the most clever thing I've ever said. And I still like fiddly D fiddly. I was going to say that's pr- up there. Uh, the two best animal-based facts. There's three. One is cats facts. One is afflacks and monkey facts. I was top say three facts. That's gonna be my poll. Which is the best animal-based fact name? Afflacks, monkey facts, or cats facts? It's monkey facts. It's definitely monkey facts. I'm sorry, Seth, but you've lost. <laughs> that that was that was you, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the flip off told me all I needed. The ooh-woo flip-off. All right. Aflax it is. In five. Okay, Frisbee, what do we got here? Gamma rays on uh, what? Testing some new high-resistance silicone oil. Phenol tank? Yeah. What is the estimated integrated threshold neutron flux? <laughs> what do you mean by that? By what? Well, you said quack. Hey, I didn't say quack. Holy cow! Four. And we're back. It's too long of a pause not to do it, so we're doing it. Are we supposed to do it in order? No. Three. We're just back. We're into facts now. <laughs> we're we're going to be in like quotes two. Why did. <laughs> Why did you say one? Why did you say five? Because it was going to be nothing a, else. It was going to be a ca- it was going to be a countdown. Yeah, but it was just I just stopped it there. That's where the cut is. Like a TV producer. And then four is going to be after the movie clip. Yeah. Okay. Um, Zero. I've got one, two, three, six Afflacks for you today. Ooh, baby, I love number life. one. This is the Ooh. final film of veteran actor. Frank Wilcox, rest oh, in peace. Who who did he play? 
I'm looking that up right now, actually. If there's a will, there's a cox. He's on one. That that cat be fucking nuts. <laughs> Did you give him any catnip? Hell no. Well, Frank Wilcox, other things that he was in, he was in Zorro, Unconquered, The Ten Commandments. He wrote The Ten Commandments? But in The Million Dollar Duck, he was the bank manager. Oh, okay. That called her over. He was Hooper's boss? D.B. Hooper's boss? No, he was like the Uh, guy with the mustache. Yeah, he was Hooper's boss. Okay. No, 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 not Hooper. When she brought it into that first bank, and they were like, he like walked around the corner and was like, we fucking lost Lucas again. Connection lost. When he walked around the corner, Mm -hmm. and um, was like, hey, and they got this duck egg over here made of gold. He's back. Um, That's who it was when she sat down with him. And he was like, Uh, I'm going to keep this unless you take it to a refinery. Oh, that guy? That guy. Weird. So, Lucas, are you good? Yeah, I can't see you guys, but I'm good. But you can hear us. But my haircut. Yeah. We'll go unviewed. (laughs) Okay. Um, Next, the first film appearance for actor Tony Roberts. This is his first film. I don't know if Lucas can hear. Damn it. (laughs) What is up with his internet? I think he may have left so he could see us and come back. This is his first film, though. This is Tony Roberts' first film. Mm. And so the previous film that he was on... Are you there, Lucas? Hello? I don't know. Are you there? Hello? There you are. I'm a completely different man. This is uh, Tony Roberts' first (laughs) film. Do you know what the other film is that we said that? Yes, he. I haven't. A short six years later, he appears in Annie Hall. <gasps> He's Woody Allen's friend. Yep. Who sleeps with the third on the call sheet? That is also true. Yeah. He's Woody Allen. You know, he isn't Woody Allen. Mm. Woody Allen is Woody Allen. Mm. People, it's fair because people mix that up very often. Yeah, I did think Woody Allen was Tony Robbins. <laughs> I think he's had a pretty distinguished film career, Mr. Roberts has. Yeah. So it's interesting he's kind of already sure. going here. Uncle to Eric Roberts. Well, he had only done like three different TV things up to this point, so. It's still looking pretty early in his career. Looking pretty young and sexy. Yeah. Next. Um, near the conclusion of the movie, just before Jimmy captures Charlie the Duck, there's a Volkswagen Beetle with the license plate OFP-857. The tag was the very same as Herbie's in The Love Bug in 1968. Another Disney movie starring Dean Jones that was the first in the series of The Love Bug films. Aww. Pretty dumb Easter egg. <laughs> My favorite Easter egg, well, like one of the ones with Easter eggs was The Wicker Man, where it was like, hey, that plane that crashed faded on the side was ABF-220980, and it's like... That is the plane that crashed in a in a storm in eighteen. <laughs> yeah, completely unrelated plane to anything that happened in the movie. So stupid. I found I a serial re- number and just looked it up. Yeah, I got to re-listen to that one. That still might be my favorite. Um, next in this, um, during during the film Gus, 
Gus. Gus. This, yeah, good job, guys. This film actually is in Gus. Our God. Is it really? This, the chase scene at the end, playing on the drive-in screen on Gus, when they're just outside of the thing, uh, or when they're in there, when it's uh, whatever his name and whatever her name is, and then that big guy, the football player. Andy. Andy, yeah. Ripped it, ripped him out of the car, but it was the wrong car. That was this playing on the drive-in screen. Dick butt kiss, yeah. Oh wow, the cinematic universe here is pretty, pretty fantastic and extended. Yeah. Um, penultimate, the Million Dollar Duck is one of the is the first of three movies that film critic Gene Siskel walked out on during his professional career. The other two were a horror film named Maniac from 1980 and the comedy Black Sheep in 1996. Chris Farley. Is Black Sheep bad? I haven't seen it. I don't even know what it is. I don't know either. Isn't it the... It's the second movie that Chris Farley and David Spade are the lead men in? Like after Tommy Boy? Yeah. They did Black Sheep? (laughs) They did another one. I'm pretty sure. It's definitely Chris Farley, perhaps David Spade, or a David Spade figure. Chris Farley and David Spade. That's fucking awesome. And Tim Matheson. But that's... Neither... I haven't seen Black Sheep, but it's no way it was so bad, so I need to walk out of it. And Gary Bussey. It's not not Bussey. (laughs) Pre-motorcycle incident. It's like Mark Hamill. And my last one is nominations. We've got two nominations for this film. I saw that. At the Golden Globes. Not Whoa. even like some not even like some like little thing. This is the Golden Globes. Let's um, hear it. First, best promising newcomer female for Sandy Duncan. <laughs> oh, pretty I I'd say that would bear out later in the in the decade. As she bared it all. She's pretty successful, yeah. And then the other one was Best Actor in a Comedy or Musical for Dean Jones. Ooh. Can you he, got a best, he got a Best, best Actor act nom for this. For this. <laughs> he had to do a lot. Seth, what are you looking up? I'm still looking up names. For the, for the duck? For the duck. You're not going to find it. It's important <clears throat> to me. That is crazy that he was considered one of the ten best actors of this year, ostensibly. <laughs> From 1971? What was the yeah. Oscar winner in 1971? Ooh, good question. Godfather was 72, was... I think. So it's got to be Godfather 2, that one. 1971. What? No. The Godfather <laughs> 2 did not come out before Godfather. Best original song was Let It Be by the Beatles. Why does it give me song first? Uh, Patton. Patton. Eh. Not a Patton fan? I've never seen Patton. I think he's a general of sorts. Yeah, that's that's really all I know. Mr. Jingles is the mouse from the Green Mile. I did know that. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> okay. um, and so with that, that is the end of our Aflax. Aflax. Rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried as well. All of our people are dead. Oh, because Gilbert Gottfried was the Aflac duck. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Damn, R.I.P. He got fired because he sent a a joke about the tsunamis that hit Japan. <laughs> what? He yeah, he got fired for some racy tweets about Japan when they got hit by those big tsunamis a few years ago. He was a comedian first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was talking about it on a podcast. 
they were like, what were the tweets? And he was like, they weren't even that funny. <laughs> the like tsunamis that Nicole Kidman caused. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which she caused all of. All tsunamis. All natural disasters, tsunamis, really. Yeah. Nicole the Earthquake Kidman. How does and she cause tsunamis? The tides are in sync with her cycle, of course. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that makes sense. So uh, <laughs> when she has a heavy flow cycle. That was, that was when menopause hit. <laughs> was the Japan earthquakes was mm-hmm. that's canon <laughs> I was gonna say she's probably she's like kaiju. right at that like right at that age where like you might be able to correlation she's without kaiju. causation this, damn it Lucas is gone again oh there he is but uh, I just imagine her just like causing tornadoes and volcanoes all yeah Nicole the earthquake Kidman you were just quick. able to listen to San Andreas. So. I did just finally listen to it. So you got to that. Her nickname in the ring. I'm not gonna... I told you you weren't going to find it. Whatever, man. Pouring out for your homies. The duck. His name is Snorky. Snorky? Snorky or... Yep. <laughs> okay, we're going to call him Snorky from and now on. Now he's going to fight Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I'm just... I, sorry, I was very distracted by this search, so I'm just throwing him in there. I like Snorky. I, I like Snorky too. You think he'd win? I don't know. Apparently, she causes tsunamis <laughs> and natural disasters. Good but luck, if he's Snor- inland, he'd be fine. <laughs> she she yeah, also and causes- not only if she's on her period. Yeah, but she also causes earthquakes. So if he's inland, if he's on the high ground, maybe he could be flying and dodge it all. That's true. Yeah, he wins totally. Yeah. You see him take on that golden retriever, he peck her eyes out. Brandon, Snorky is a girl's name. That's right. But they confused her for a boy a lot, actually. Yeah, the entire movie, basically. <laughs> it's like Shakespeare. <laughs> Just like we'll Shakespeare. We'll get into it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we will. Right away. A comedy like, of errors. Not, not, a, not, a, not a boy. Not a boy. Um, okay, let's get into not the a bird. movie. You think everything that's not a bird is a fish? <laughs> No. And yes, it is a bird. It's a bird, Sorry, Brandon. Quote from something else. I was, I was reading through some of my old notes that I take when editing, and one of them that made me laugh so much was a thing from Seth where it was like, I am we were funny. talking about Mel, and it was like, there were three, three kids in that. I was like, no, there were two. And they're like, well, what about Susie? And I was like, she wasn't like one of the kids. You're like, what are you counting Mel as the other one? And Seth just goes, hey, I'm Brandon. I'll count a goddamn turtle before I count a woman. <laughs> That's true. As a human being. You did say that. I didn't. You said that. Ostensibly. You meant it. Verbatim said that. I didn't mean it. With your soul. Did you? <laughs> you better apologize. Yeah, yeah, I didn't say it out loud. I said it with my soul. Only so God heard it. Go away if you just apologize to our female patrons. Kind <laughs> of goddamn turtle before I count a woman as a human. That's the funniest thing of all time. All right, movie time. Um, did you like the title sequence? I did, Lucas. I really did. <laughs> it was very cute, and I'm glad it, it kind of set up the classic Disney animation before we jump into the live action. It was a, it's a good palate. That's fair. Cleanser. Palate That's starter. Fair. It's sort of like eating ginger at the start of sushi. Do you eat that at the beginning? Yeah, I thought you ate it eat- after. Eat it in between rolls. It's a palate cleanser. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But not at the very beginning. Well, you've got to cleanse your palate at the beginning, too. 
That's why your you mouth sniff, is full of dirt. That's why you sniff you. coffee beans in between <laughs> smelling tests. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, um, Lucas, it's funny to me to see how much this genre of film really tickles your fancy like whenever you talk about these movies like that i've never seen you angrier than when cap from outer space lost the bracket you seem to love this director in the direction they they took back in the 70s more than elaine may and you love her i do i i do i mean we'll see my reaction when i get to when we get to ishtar um but i, I don't know fair. what it is about it just it's refreshing to me and i think for my my viewing of it on YouTube, it was like crystal clear quality, which you don't see hardly ever. And I was like, right away, I'm like, oh, I'm at home with this story. <laughs> you didn't use my Disney Plus? No, I, I I looked at it. I think it was clear on YouTube for me. It was pretty freaking clear. Huh. Interesting. Well, I, I got mad at the opening because all the little... It's a little duck that's pushing eggs mm-hmm. into the screen at the bottom. But he was like... Piling them all up on the right side. It was like, even it out. Even at the fucking screen. I didn't realize where it was going. He was so mad. Yeah, it's Disney brand, and they know what they're doing. Yeah, the big reveal. Well, it ends up him. He, I put, oh shit, he throws a one and a dollar sign, and it's the million dollar duck with him at the end. And so it was actually commas. pretty clever, huh? And the commas. Yes. He did throw the commas too, but it was a pretty decent title. And you get Albert. This is our main character. <laughs> Albert Dooley, Dooley. L- late on all of his bills. One of his bills, he opens up just a big sticker in the middle that just says, please. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's not how you get bills. <laughs> they don't say please. No, they just arrest you. Happens later. I mean, that was always an option in this movie, too. Yeah. It's a looming threat. Ah. The government. But yeah, class just please. And Specifically the was- treasury office. Weird branch of the government to go after. He was voted most likely to succeed in college. Seth was like, is that a real, like... I didn't think that was a college thing. What Uh, are those accolades? As he's, like, getting his degree. I asked Brandon, because, like, I didn't finish college. (laughs) So I thought he would know better. And he's like, I don't fucking know. I didn't get it. They did not announce that at our college. They didn't do that at high school. Yeah, for real. We had, like... I mean, there were like lunch table. Yeah, they no, well, they did have most likely to succeed in our yearbook. They did. Who was it? Maggie Dunphy. It was Maggie Dunphy. Oh and- shit! I got it right. <laughs> Shouts it out. Maggie Dunphy and um Tommy or something. Well, it was Tommy. <laughs> it wasn't Tommy at first. It was me. What the fuck is his name? It was somebody, and then they switched it to Tommy because they were like, I don't know if he's. <laughs> good enough like he got voted the, in and they were like the, redacted the people that ran the yearbook were like no yeah that's so stupid david Follett. he's probably Shout a billionaire out. i remember david fall he was a tall weird guy somehow more awkward than i was in high school and i was a fucking mess. but he was rich and popular yeah and somewhat smart definitely gets you a lot more brownie points than being poor and acne ridden <laughs> Anyway. No, but I was saying like that's he, he got a lot of fan votes because he's rich and popular. We weren't unpopular. We hung out with the cool kids on on different pathways and then met up there. We did like that in was between weird. classes. No, like outside of school. Seth and I both ha- happened to like end up in 
somewhat popular groups via separate pathways and then would just hang out within these friend groups as well. He's just saying we peaked in high school, essentially. Socially. Yeah. You peeped in high school. <laughs> Remember that girls' locker room incident? <laughs> Don't put Hooper that out peeped. there. Big, big dog. Hooper peeped. Hooper peeped a lot. Speaking of the movie. Oh, yeah, the movie. Um, so after he was voted most likely to succeed in college, um, Jimmy, his son, comes home with his friend. I don't remember <laughs> his friend. Devil. <laughs> uh, Eddie. At this ginger boy. Eddie. That will not break eye contact. Who will not be named. It, well, this, these scenes were in, intense. Because, yeah, this, like, nine-year-old ginger boy is trying to yeah. intimidate the dad into buying a $50 dog. <laughs> and it almost either, works. I was either taking quotes or Googling something. Brandon's like, you have to look at this kid's face. He <laughs> rewound it for me. And I was like, yeah, he's just got a blank stare. On? And he was like, no, wait. And then, yeah, it cuts to a close zoom in of him. <laughs> yeah, because you, you see him make the face from afar with him and both Jimmy there. But then it just cuts to his face. And it does it like four times. That's filmmaking. <laughs> you okay? He's doing it. The Kubrick stare. Give me the puppy back if you don't have $50. Yeah, he was like, oh, I got the cutest little puppy. I'm going to name him Charlie. $50. That's it. And honestly, I was like, $50 is a steal. Not bad. 1970 money, it's like $600 million. It also well, turns no. into like a, Not bad for a really <laughs> heart-wrenching scene, though. Because the dad and the kid both have to like cry about being poor. They can't <laughs> honestly, afford anything. Yeah. They're so poor. And... You Just cut to dinner. you cut to his wife Katie in the kitchen making some applesauce, homemade applesauce. But this fan in this kitchen keeps changing the pages of the cookbook, so she starts with cinnamon. You're like, oh good. Then she adds like mustard and garlic and good chili bit. powder. That's a good bit, and it turns out to be important later. It does turn out to be important, but like, do uh, you not know you've turned the page? That's what you said. It's like, look at the previous ingredient. Yeah. It's like she can't read anything in her peripheral. She doesn't have peripheral vision. She just has like laser focus on the one thing she sees. Yeah. It's like big bold letters. Jamaican jerk chicken. And she's like, oh shit, yeah. garlic. On to her the thing next. is kind of ditzy wife. That's kind of her deal. Yeah. That's her whole role. It's her whole thing. She's my favorite character. <laughs> she's a great her. character. She's phenomenal. But yeah, so she makes this weird ass heinous ingredient applesauce heinous albert even tries he's like oh it's real good this is a good applesauce it aged him 40 years apparently <laughs> and uh he's getting ready to go off to work she packs him a lunch and everything she's wearing like this geisha robe with like curlers in her hair it was a weird look it's i don't know this being like a 70s disney movie with like the huge technicolor boom the colors pop so hard in this, too. <laughs> you notice it immediately in the kitchen. Yeah. It, that it, right after they transition from the Bill's talk to her in the kitchen with the mustard everything and then her <laughs> in the bright pink. It was yellow. I, so Dijon good. and hot pink do not go well together. I haven't I seen it go well together, I should say. I don't know. I just love the color design with these Technicolor movies. I like the rest of it. It's just that one scene, really. Fair. 
And then as Albert's driving to work with his friend, what's his friend's name again? Fred. Fred. Fred, Fred the friend. Bitch. In his car, they're driving off. Um, in Fred in Fred. <laughs> so the lawyer friend. <laughs> Fred the friend. Thanks, Seth. Drop dead friend. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'll say it again. That's so funny. Um, they're driving off to lawyer school. They're driving off, and this is a like a thing that how Seth described these. But I put some young hippie counterculture <laughs> youths. I did say counterculture youths, didn't I? Yeah, my note is some youths specifically. Too. Driving yeah. a a dune buggy almost get them in a wreck. <laughs> this is hilarious. These fucking kids and this fucking dune <laughs> buggy with these long hair. Dude, we should start doing remakes of uh, old kids' movies like this, but you're allowed to swear in them. So it's like a really like like harpsichord, like real uh, whimsical adventure music, and it feels real upbeat. And Fuck like, you, asshole! Like nobody can get hurt, but it's like, you fucking piece of shit, you almost <laughs> hit me. I think it'd just be a great- Real uh, gritty. Yeah, real, not even gritty, it'd just be like such a, a grating thing on the ears to- Because you feel like your heart's fluttering a little bit, you know? Yeah, there you go. I didn't want to use it because I thought I'd sound like an asshole. So oh, thank sorry. you. <laughs> no, it's you, good. you fucking asshole. That was the exact word I wanted to use. I just refused to use Such it. Such a fucking piece of shit. No, no, no. He's just spotlighting my piece of shitness. Oh, you're the piece of shit. Yeah. He's just helping you portray it. Yeah. I'm just Stinky. a vessel. <laughs> True. Why is stinky the thing you said? Because he's a shit. Yeah. Oh. Because I'm a piece of shit. I just thought he was like, just stinky. <laughs> Which is even funnier. This is stinky. Um. So after they almost get in a wreck from the youths, you see that you see that Albert is a scientist testing animals for intellectual capabilities. And um, he throws his lunch with the applesauce in the, in the garbage. His whole lunch was just applesauce, by the way, but... <laughs> She said the applesauce is on top, and then the monkey opens it. <laughs> it's just apple. Of course it's on top. Yeah. There's nothing below it. <laughs> There's some great animal scenes in here, too. And that's part of yeah. why I love these as well. I get tickled by the animals, because he, like, shakes the monkey's hand. He's like, how you doing, sir? Good morning. I love it. You you didn't quote me on this, did you? No. Okay. How you want to work? Yeah, I was telling Brandon how I would love to be a scientist back in these days, where you're just, like, putting rats in mazes, and you're like, let's see what happens. <laughs> no kidding. Because we didn't... Let's shake we the didn't, money. This is real science. There's been such yeah. a technological advance in the last 20 years. We didn't know anything back then. We didn't know fucking shit. It would have been so fun. <laughs> these were and shaking hands academics. would have been awesome. <laughs> Talking to a goose like it's your best friend. I mean... Hey, Goose! I did have a duck for a little while, mm-hmm. and I talked to it like that. Where do you think your duck's at now? Dead. Hell. Sad. Hell. <laughs> I should have... Purgatory. No, didn't really I do anything. Guantanamo. I don't know. She flew off one day, but I'm sure she's doing great. Bam Bam. Wow. Shout out if you're listening. Shout out. Yeah, he tests animals. Spot the monkey reaches his... The monkey reaches his hand through the cage, picks up the lunch, eats the applesauce, hates it. So he gives it to the fucking duck, and the duck eats it all up. Duck thought it was the greatest shit ever. Because ducks just eat anything. They'll eat garbage. They're goats. <laughs> just garbage? Just He's like, like Lyle. Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. He'll eat anything. Yeah. Ugh. 
Poor Lord. Uh, I was I was listening to that episode. And I was laughing so much when it's like uh, the the tag the ta- or the plot was like it's a crocodile that loves baths, singing, and eating caviar. And you're like, did he eat caviar? I was like, oh, he mostly had just garbage. <laughs> and all of us just started laughing. He ate a lot of trash. But Lucas and I rated it lower than the Star Wars special, deservingly. Yeah, I'd rather watch the Star Wars special. Hard this isn't the Lyle or the Star Wars episode. This is you brought it up. Transformers. I'm just continuing the conversation. This is Transformers. Uh, yeah, this chicken so, solves a puzzle. It does pretty well. A pig solves a puzzle. It does pretty well, and then gets cooked. Both of them. Both of them. But <laughs> both of them do. Albert's boss does not think that the duck is up to the right standards. Wants to get rid of it. Um. Throws it out of the lab, all that stuff. He's like, it's 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 fed up with. He just get out of strangling the duck. Yeah, throws it out of the lab. It's, it's not good. Goose. And the duck, I put wonders, but wanders into a radiology lab. Of course it does. It got a little, just a little jolt of radiation, <laughs> just a smidge, just a touch. He's fine. He was only in there for a second. Yeah, according to the radiology <laughs> text. Yeah. <laughs> I only got hit by the nuclear blast for like a second. <laughs> it's fine. Except I only in, in their thing, they could see where the spotlight of radiation was. The duck followed the fucking spotlight on the, their little screen. Yeah. It got like five seconds of radiation. Yeah. They're like, oh, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> and it was a duck. <laughs> but it was that goofy. <laughs> And uh, so he got a little bit of radiation. Albert brings the duck home since it isn't allowed at the lab now. And Jimmy's upset that he brought a duck and not a puppy. But he still says they aren't keeping the duck. He's like, we're going to get rid of this duck. I, Why did you bring it home? <laughs> the kid also is like, I'm going to name it Charlie. <laughs> I'm like, do you know any other names, kid? Jesus. <laughs> he knows his own and Charlie. Probably doesn't know his parents' names. And Eddie, probably. And Eddie, oh. He got over his dog pretty quickly, yeah. <laughs> he's me charlie stupid ass um so he brings it home they're not keeping the duck but katie thinks they should trade the duck in for a puppy to fix the generation gap that was one of my quotes damn it well, what does that mean be. it's i don't know she's rightfully implying that she he's distancing himself from his son and pretty soon if he doesn't take steps to mend it they're gonna be a uh, relationship in disrepair. Yeah, and if fathers are like him across the nation, then an entire generation of kids are going to grow up being distanced from their dads and not knowing how to ha- properly handle their emotions. <laughs> all these That's kids you growing the up across. Welcome all these kids it. growing up to across America Jackson, will man. only name people Charlie. They won't know how to name things. <laughs> they sure won't. That's what she meant. You need to teach your son other names, or we're never going to grow as a country. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it's a little stupid. Well, um, yeah, so they need to fix this generation gap. And Charlie... <laughs> Plot point. Charlie is actually got, snuck out and is in the neighbor's pool <laughs> swimming. This neighbor is a U.S. treasurer. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah, he has to be. Caesar's pushing the door open. Um, but he's swimming in there when uh, all of a sudden Jimmy yells for help 
And now we have a dog trying to get the duck in the pools scene as everyone falls in the pool as well. Everyone's just splashing around, doing pool shit, you know. This is there's a some very real duck pecking the dog in like the fucking eye and shit. They really yeah. let the dog and the duck go at it for a while in the pool. You get out of here. <laughs> they put this duck in harm's way a couple times. I don't know if maybe and there's the no name we can find because it's not the only duck they use in this movie. That uh, car uh, later? Yes. That's yeah. the case. I think that's gotta be it. They didn't name him because they couldn't get attached. They kept dying. <laughs> and these they wouldn't let him have any and stunt. What's, how much does a duck cost? Like four dollars? Yeah, it's not much. I mean you can buy an egg at Ship at uh, yeah, Shipton's big R mm-hmm. in Billings here. You can you can buy a chicken. Just like twenty bucks. That, well maybe. that's a chicken, that's not a fucking duck. No, but it's, it's like a chick. It's a small one that you have to take you care just of go and raise. Get ducks for free at parks. But you can just yeah, no, you can just take them. That's how well Armando grabbed it because it was abandoned by its mom, but yeah, you can just go get them. Take a duck. Look at that. A duck. Six, Six to thirty dollars per what duck. What a window. That, the, that's how <laughs> the real Hollywood accounting here. It's a so, back in, so back in that day, like a dollar to five bucks. Yeah. Easy money. Well, yeah, it's swimming around and whatnot. They end up getting out of there. Um, but Seth, talk about your old roommate's dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I used to live with my roommate, he had a little bulldog. And she was racist. Anytime... We'd be watching TV and she'd like bark at other dogs that popped up on screen, you know, because like some dogs just know. Well, they don't know. They like don't understand it's a television. So they bark at them. But she also barked at black people that would show up on television. (laughs) I've heard of that before. Not that specifically, but that phenomenon. Maybe that's, yeah. There was once I had a garage sale when I was like 18 at my house on the south side. (laughs) No, (laughs) but we were chilling in the garage and whatnot. And we had my big old St. Bernard Boston in there. Boston. And this big black R. guy R. came into the garage to look at the garage sale. Boston is a chill dog, but he saw him and immediately jumped up. A 160-pound dog is... Oh, there's Caesar. He's Doesn't surprise weird. me. The, so Brand in this new house, this basement makes Caesar so weird. Come here. Push it open. You got it. Be smart. You got it. Come on. Caesar boy! But yeah, they finally... Uh, what's his name? Albert yep. falls into the pool. They finally save the duck, come back up onto dry land, and they run back... I'm going to steal your notes. My memory is not uh, perfect. I think they basically get a big tussle right with, the with the neighbor, and then they hold the duck down, and the dog barking conditions the response of him yeah, to that's right. lay an egg because they found out yeah. that one of the only things he knew how to do at the lab was lay an egg whenever a dog was barking and he laid four of them and albert's saying he shouldn't they shouldn't eat the eggs because the duck's a weird one off the bat it's already a weird duck that can't learn colors <laughs> i don't know if they have color receptors but also yeah. it's been hit by Radiation. Of Who sorts. knows what's going to be in? Yeah. So you have these four yeah. eggs. They're not going to eat them like the mom wants to. They're going to bury them instead, like a sensible, yeah. a sensible man would do. Of course, that's the best way to dispose of anything. Bury Lithium batteries out in the wilderness. Radiology. <laughs> just bury it. <laughs> the wilderness of your backyard. <laughs> 
Oh, the 70s. Yeah, so he, go- he goes to bury the eggs. And one of them falls, lands right in the shovel. And there's like cracks a, open. A thumping noise. Like a thump- is there a little thumping noise? Like a, is yeah. it the ting? It might even be a little ting, yeah. I know they, they do the ding anytime it lays an egg. It that's wasn't like, that ding. I think it was like a like a hollow, like, oh no, it's not yolk. What is this? Okay. No, because the ding is just when he's laying or she's yeah, she's laying the eggs. Yeah, correct. We got Pavlov into knowing when a duck is giving birth, which is kind <laughs> of a it. sinful <laughs> No. <laughs> um But yeah, it drops the egg, there's it it has a little thud, and you look down and what is that? Little gold nuggets. A little bit of gold nuggets. And he's he's looking at it, he's like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> I'm poor, this duck is awesome. And then Fred comes mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. looking at it. Brad, I'm not good at notes, but we're doing okay. He's checking them out. <laughs> he said, what the hell are you yeah. doing up at he's night? Like, it's hard when you don't know how to read. It is, what are you doing? <laughs> it is hard when I don't know how to read. I've been freeballing this whole thing. <laughs> Your pants and underwear have just been off this whole time. Just underwear, yeah. Don- Donald ducking it out here. Where are we at, guys? Million dollar ducking it. Um, he he's about to order a report for the eggs, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Albert's talking to his boss. See if there's any previous experiments. Oh yeah, and he's like, yeah, no, no, we haven't really done anything else with this duck. So he's like, all right, I'm going to take it to this other examiner. That tests it for like purity of gold or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, this 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 thing does have apple skins in it. It's yeah. got a lot of applesauce, but it is almost pure gold. <laughs> well, ninety eight percent gold, two percent applesauce." And his, his scientist boss was also saying they did an experiment like this in nineteen oh three or Which something is about how yeah, or they. They essentially did they the radiated. same thing. They radiated an egg, and the yolk changed to others to inorganic to, substance. To, but to they, certain but metals. The whites didn't. He's like it changed into metal, and he's like a gold. And he's like I don't know. Before women can vote, they did this. <laughs> I don't think before so. women could yeah. vote, they subjected chickens and ducks and what turkeys. Is the implication of that. And turkeys. Does anyone have the the quote from the? The, the his boss here I don't think Maybe. so where he's just talking about the turkeys and chickens and ducks mm. just say it yeah. oh he's he was like hey uh have you guys ever done any experiments on eggs and he's like eggs like what kind he's like you know like turkeys or chickens or ducks or anything and the boss like oh ducks <laughs> don't say that yeah, word around here he was pissed off about the stupid duck in this experiment <laughs> He was so pissed. He shouldn't be mad about it. He's a scientist. He's looking for knowledge. He's doing all these tests and running all these tests to find out things that he doesn't know, right? So he finds out that ducks are dumb. And that should be like a win. That, that's like, okay, a we know great evidence. But instead he's like, he's like, why isn't this duck smarter? <laughs> I sw- what the fuck? There's just dumb life out there? And they're just out there living and they have to breathe the same air that I do? I mean, the chicken can me. get it. Get, well, get ready for when he has to do an the experiment. Chickens must be smarter. Get ready when he has to do an experiment where an animal just like doesn't move at the beginning. Yeah, he's like, experimenting I, on a worm. This yeah. <laughs> he'd be pissed if he put those to those tests. Hey, worm, can you push that button thirty feet up? Can you hear me? No, blue. 
Yeah, they kept trying to yell colors at it like it knew what a color was. Like it knows what English is (laughs) or language, let alone colors. Well, yeah, then he goes to the other guy. He's like, yeah, this is like almost pure gold minus the applesauce. So he's like, great, gold, we'll sell it. Oh, pectin, but yeah. Yeah. Pecked in my ass. Nice. What? I don't know. Squeeze, baby. (laughs) Thanks, Lucas. He gets it. (laughs) I can't be the only guy that doesn't get it. (laughs) Probably the only guy in the world. Every male listening to this understands Gets pecked in my pecked ass. In my yes. Pecked in my ass. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I get it. Yep. Oh, you got it. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Don't. It's so fucking. Exciting. Join the crew. We're pirates. <laughs> Gay vampires. <laughs> yeah. Take a drink of that beer, asshole. <laughs> um. So after he gets that analyzed with a few impurities, you get him and uh, Fred the friend driving home. He's trying to explain to him about this duck. You get this terrible like CGI green screen behind yeah. him as they're driving. A little bit. It was like you could have used like a better car cam angle, but instead it's like a full face close up with the green screen behind them as they drive. Yeah, this was clearly shot on the on the back lot of a studio. This part, which is. It was so big to just see this face on our on my like new projector screen. <laughs> it was just a a face that's yeah. five feet high. Well, because yeah, on, the, on your new screen, they're like that's three like, times bigger than we are. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> you really notice all these strange choices. <laughs> Great choices. Um, well, Great choices. Sorry, misspoke. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Calm down. I'm well, he gets home to show his neighbor, or not his neighbor, his, uh, or there was a neighbor that was like looking over the thing earlier, but Cooper. no, this is Fred. He shows Fred and, um, the duck eggs, but Katie got rid of the duck. This was some nutso yeah. face acting I put here. As was from Katie. From both of them, because it was like. I can't even explain it. Just the the slow reveal that she realizes she gave away their their lottery ticket. And then his anger about it. Her face this whole movie was... My favorite favorite thing... Chef's kiss. Oh, it's awesome. Because she's got the eyes to emote, like, incredibly. Yeah. Tune into video two of two at 57 minutes, but she kept doing this over and over. (laughs) Yeah, she put her hand on her head. Slap the top yeah. of her head and Ooh. almost silent film acting. Uh. Yeah, it was very good physical acting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he shakes his wife a lot. <laughs> that was my next Vigorously. Time. He grabs her very hard by the arms and just, you get yeah. what with the fucking <laughs> duck, you stupid bitch? Because she did what he'd asked him to. <laughs> Can you get rid of this duck? Yeah. <laughs> you did what? Give it to Mr. Picard. the fucking... You stupid broad. <laughs> stupid broad. Yeah, so she gives it to... Purdom. To, yeah, Purdom. Yeah, Purdom, you're right. She does that thing on her head with her hand and... Um, she rubs her belly and pats her head. <laughs> this neighbor, the the treasurer, Hooper, um, he gets scared from Jimmy's car and just keeps spilling drinks <laughs> and break, breaking glasses. That was another trope of this movie. It's, yeah, just physical slapstick comedy. Um, it is a kids movie. It is a kids movie, but um, they go to Mister Purdom's to get the duck back. They pay him for it. They're like, great, but the duck pen is so big; it's just 
filled with There's ducks. There's like a thousand ducks here and they all look identical. A <laughs> thousand dollar ducks in here. Just like in uh, Horton Hears a Who. I haven't seen that. Mm. The animated one, um, he drops the... I mean, I guess in both the animated ones, he drops the clover off a cliff and it falls into like... I forget. It's like a billion or something. Like some crazy number Dr. Seuss just says because he can do what he wants. <laughs> he can do no wrong besides anti-Semitism. <laughs> um, but yeah, he has to look through the identical clovers and yell at all of them. Be like, are you? <clears throat> are you the who's? And and they're like, fucking quiet down. <laughs> Shut up. And that's um, kind of what this is. It's funny because uh, my fresh barking instead of being like, are there yeah, people yeah, in this tiny thing? That's the thing about this that's just absurd is they're all on all fours barking at, at farm animals. At, at dogs. Yeah. It reminds me, because I did Susical the Musical my freshman year mm-hmm. um, of high school, and I was the understudy for Horton, which was like the big lead of it. <laughs> what? <laughs> for some reason, that sounded really funny. Uh, the understudy for the elephant part. <laughs> well, I was. He was like the... Because it, it was... They Susical- got two giant costumes so that the understudy could also practice. <laughs> no. I I learned everything, but I was also like one of the monkeys, like the Wickersham brothers, and I had like another big role, but I was the understudy for Horton, so I learned everything, but there was one performance when he he's walking around picking up clovers and shit, and he goes, 9,999,999, this is hopeless, and there's a kid sitting in like the third row of that performance that very audibly just yelled, Oh my god! After that number, really, everyone on stage just broke down laughing so much. It was, that's what you hope for in like theater. It's like that kind of like audience engagement. But this kid yeah. was enthralled by that number. Yeah, some absurd that's Seuss number. So funny. I, I told you about my little red riding hood when i was a kid right where i was the rac- i was the lead raccoon yeah so you couldn't line. remember yeah. the lines i was supposed to be in rebel without a cause oh senior year and i got officer number oh, sure. two sure 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 yeah um but i had really bad anxiety about it so i bailed on that whole thing i couldn't my only line was like freeze get down but the stage fright was overwhelming <laughs> at that point but I did show up. I <laughs> The bad part was I convinced all my friends to audition with me, like Benarin and Yancey. And they were a lot better at acting than I was. So they got like major parts. And I was just officer number two. The only part I was good at was the practicing. I, like the improv in uh, rehearsal was fun. Anyway, showed up to the actual shows to support them. And there's this scene that they're interviewing this kid, Noah, in Rebel Without a Cause. They're like, Noah, why'd you kill all those puppies? <laughs> And that was their response. The entire audience laughed. <laughs> it's not a funny scene. I know. They're like talking to this troubled teen. Like, why'd you kill all those puppies? And everyone's <laughs> like adult. <gasps> Puppy death. Puppy death. But yeah. Anyway. I did the Tempest in sixth grade, so. We know you did the Tempest at Montessori. I feel like I keep forgetting. <laughs> you did that. Oh, you didn't. Say it again. He forgot. <laughs> I just love sounding um, like such a douche doing that. <laughs> it is. Oh, so you did Susical so the musical. Funny. I was in the Tempest, bitch. <laughs> when I wasn't even potty trained. I was in third grade, and in I did sixth the. Grade. I was in the third grade. I did the Rape of Lacrice. Okay, <laughs> that was in a play, Brandon. Dude. That was just you. What? Saying you you're that's Lecrise. terrible. You're, Don't you're say that. Yeah, well, you bad. killed a motherfucker on Towers. <laughs> We've gone too far. I, I was just making the joke. 
He didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't do it. He did all those racist things. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> we did. got the letters mixed up. Well, and Lucas killed he a motherfucker did. on Tower Street, so. That's yeah. no. And I sat on <laughs> the bench. looking for a killer. <laughs> well, um, so, um, they're barking. Hands and knees just kind of going around. Jimmy's like, we're never going to fight him. So opens the gate and storms off. All the ducks leave. <laughs> a thousand duck exodus. Thousand. Exodus. Yeah. Exodus. Because this kid that's known. Exodus. This kid that's known a duck for like six hours throws a tantrum and lets this farmer's <laughs> pride and joy <laughs> out of a gate. Stock this, to eventually this leave. Ki- this kid. Yeah. This kid who like only his knows money making capabilities <laughs> have been halved because this this kid's being a dick about this a kid duck. who only knows three names and has known a duck for six hours. <laughs> I guess I'll never be happy in my entire <laughs> life because I'll never see this duck again. However, I'm ruin this I guess farmer's I should, life. I guess I should ruin this guy's life and kill myself. <laughs> However, the duck me it. There is one duck that follows him, and not the rest of the ducks. All the way. Yeah, they also do kind of similar to the pool scene where they're falling into the pond trying to get the ducks back or whatever. And this this guy's like, hey, get my fucking ducks back in this pen. And they're like, oh, God, there's Charlie. And they all just run <laughs> off. Yeah, they never really rectified that. Now they're gone. I wonder this if man the lost right 400 duck. livestock. Yeah, he's in the hole. He's in the pole? The red, the black. What's the worst one? The red. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Well, they end up Black. getting out of there. Um, they end up getting out of there, and they end up getting an egg out of Charlie, and it's gold again. He proves to Fred that. At it. They bark at him in the right pitch. That's important. That is important. They were barking too low, and then... <laughs> Land on your right foot. Don't forget it. They were barking too low pitched, and then Katie starts going... And he's like, oh, that's actually pretty good. He's like, do that. And I like he, that. He's like, he's like, do that. And he's like, bark, 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 bark. He's like, no, that's... And then he lays an egg. He was like, that wasn't the right pitch at all. It wasn't even close, but it lays an egg. He shows Fred that it's a gold-laying egg. Well, it wasn't Katie's pitch they were trying to match. It was the Golden Retriever's pitch. Yeah, Rufus or whatever. But Rufus, yeah, they just liked the her Golden idea. Retriever wasn't there. No, I'm saying that they're just trying to when, copy. But they the didn't do the same pitch. pitch as she did because he was like they weren't trying to do the same pitch as her. They he were was like to hers is good. No, he didn't say hers is good. She says you might be onto something. It's about pitch. Oh. He didn't even care about his wife. He was just yeah. like, what but, a novel idea that I but, thanks from the help of my dumb th- bitch wife. <laughs> but thank God, too. <laughs> thank God, Albert's got perfect pitch like Charlie Poof was Fuck able Charlie to pull Poof. that out of his ass. Yeah, I'm going to decapitate that man one day. I'm going to go to jail proud. Decapitivate. Decapitate. Decapitate. Um, um, so they get this egg out. Fred's going to be a partner. He's like, we're going to use that money to get my lawyer fees paid. Um, they want to make over $1,000 a day with this duck. And I was like, I don't, we were like, I don't think they know how laying eggs works. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? If she lays four eggs every 10 minute for an hour, for a six-hour day with a lunch break. A coffee break. A coffee break. Like, it's like, she pumping out that many eggs? You just need the applesauce. Yeah, I don't know. How- that's, a, that's 144 eggs. Yeah, that's all you need is the applesauce. Because you turn <laughs> you got fo- the sauce? You turn food into babies. And barks into eggs. Yeah, but she doesn't have a male counterpart drinking a bunch of milk, so how are we going to get enough cum? Is this where we will learn that having gold is illegal? 
Yes. Because he's like, you're going to need to pay the lawyer fees because we need to start a business to sell this. Because if you have it in your home without a business, you're going to go to prison. We're like, what? Like gold hoarding. going to jail. Which I think makes sense. It's part of like cornering the market or something like that. I don't think you can just hoard precious resources. So if you... If you do we monopolize everything else? I don't understand. If we why dig gold up gold in our backyard, we have to turn it into the treasury? I think so. Jesus, okay. Or well, do you know there's like it. one there's one company or one family or whatever that owns all the diamonds yeah, the, in the, the world. Beers. That's and crazy. The, that's, yeah. It's insane. They have a whole vault well, with like ninety nine percent of the diamonds have never even seen the light of day. They only release like one percent of the diamonds they have to keep the stock to keep the price inflated. I don't want to be alive anymore. That's, I hate this world. Well, <laughs> I, I'm glad we both have the same response. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm just gonna Suicide say backed. I love this world because we have million dollar duck in it. That can't be it. Well, they go upstairs. This they can't be the best. It. Char- they see Charlie <laughs> sleeping with Jimmy, and they're like, "I admire that." They're like, "We need to." Uh, Jimmy could get a cold. We need to close this window. He closes the window. Fucking tucks in the duck. That's such a good scene. And not, and not his own it son. Oh. It was like what? Yeah, because that because he cares more, me after it happened. More about the money making duck at this point. So he goes and tucks it in all nice and cute. And He's like, good idea, like, honey. And so Katie the next day gets a call from the bank and says that they're overdrawn. She brings the egg over there and then to a refinery to get a check for it because they won't just accept the egg. But like, have you ever just gotten a direct call from the bank being like, hey, give me money now? That's a scam. Yeah, she <laughs> she answered the phone and she was like, oh, the bank? So I'm assuming that they introduce themselves like, hi, this is the bank calling. Uh <laughs> About that money that you owe us. <laughs> That's a scam. They didn't have scams in the 70s. People were honest. No. On the phone. The Nigerian prince. They wouldn't dare. This is, this is the Nigerian prince you asked for. They probably... You have any money? Scamming probably wasn't as prevalent. I think they just went out and stabbed more often. <laughs> they did. A lot of stabbings yeah. in the 70s. More stabbings. Oh, for sure. Because there's more shootings now. There are more stabbings back then. Because more swords were around. You're right. <laughs> Yeah. You don't stab with a sword, There were, there were more stabbings left. You slash. <laughs> there were more stabbings in slap? Is that what you said? No, slash. I said slash, too. <laughs> I thought you said slap. Ah. Cut out a little bit. It's not like you slapped him. That's there were a lot of stabbings back. You hit back. them with the broad side of it. Yeah. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> oh, shit. I actually... Uh, I slashed his neck a little bit. Just a little bit. Put some Neosporin on that bitch. It'll heal up. It'll be fine. Hit me with a fucking katana in the there's, neck. There's a weird. So the bank stabs his wife. <laughs> yeah. There's a weird <laughs> refinery worker that I wrote here, and I don't remember him right now. Like some weirdo refinery worker. They were all kind of weird. They the the first one she goes to. No, no, no. The second one she goes to, I think. What? Well, because she goes the one time she gets back home. And Fred and Albert are like, you did fucking what? But Fred's like, no, it's cool. It's actually the only way we can launder this yeah, shit. Yeah, he was saying, don't spend any money. So they're like, but then use Fred's not like, your real name and go to nine different refineries that are all in the same town for some reason. Yeah, yeah. well, because at so first he was first like, don't spend to. any money. Don't do anything with the eggs. She sold the one. He's like, no. And then the next yeah, time Fred's like, Fred we have to sell them. Friend. We have to sell these Buys or we could be arrested. Suit. But then they're like, we get this great idea. Send Katie in to sell the 
eggs because businessmen won't believe a woman trying to sell her things. <laughs> they won't. They'll think this dumb. But they're also like, use a fake name. Have you ever gone to the bank and been like, hey, my name is Chaz Beagleman. Send me money for this account. You should never introduce yourself to a, anybody. <laughs> right. But like specifically banks. But no, this. I think this is the scene you were talking about, Lucas. The very first time she goes in after the fact where this guy's like, it almost seems like he's hitting on her and like trying to pick her up. Is that what you're thinking of? They're all weirdos because it is a a jazzy montage of various workers like getting suspicious to all these eggs getting turned in. I love a great specific montage. It was very specific. When they were said, all like, ha 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 ha, and then turn their backs and like, what the fuck was that on when, the phone immediately? When you said don't ever tell your name, it reminded me of the. Hey, this is my friend. He's totally alive thing. Oh, because I saw a bit. Facebook post where it was like how to make anything you do sound suspicious yeah. is be mostly specific, i.e. Yes, I bought this with legal tender money that was acquired legally. This is just a stolen John Mulaney bit. You've seen that. That was another one that he is. No, th- to make something sound sus- suspicious, you get too specific. No, but there were it. more things like I met with a friend ah, who was still alive. Stolen valor, I went though. to the still standing, not burned home of my enemies. So yeah, it's like, yes, my name is Chaz Beekelman. I got this gold from my backyard that is totally real that I dug up with my own shovel in my backyard. Yeah, it sounds a little suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Sus. Red is sus. Oh my god. Um. I fucking loved playing Among Us on New Year's Eve. We, yeah, we struggled, though. I want to play Among Us with you guys. What's next in the movie? I'm going to get distracted by Among Us. Um, there's, a treasury, they send her to do it. there's a meeting with the treasury, right? Well, my question was, how many fucking refineries are in this small town? There are so many refineries of gold. Like nine or ten. Isn't it not a small town? Isn't it like New York or something? I don't think it was New York. I don't know. They're in California. Oh, that's right. I think it's Los Angeles. Because he says in the beginning, the he's never been out alone. Uh, that's a lot of refineries still. If it's Los Angeles, I don't know if it's a lot of refineries. That's true. Because I don't know what a normal amount of anything is being in. But if it's Helena, Montana. it's a lot of refineries. <laughs> if we're in Helena, nine refineries is way too many. It's like nine too many. Well, every yeah, every guy was at the refinery was suspicious, immediately called... The federal U.S. Treasury, they picked up their phone. They're like, hello, Treasury. Yeah, it, it cracked me up that people could call federal branches like on a direct line and when I have to, to wait on the phone for six hours. When I have to call a doctor's office to get to speak to a nurse, it takes me 20 minutes at work. And they yeah. pick up the phone. This guy called the president in they, 30 seconds. They yeah. dialed 912 and they were like, Treasury. Things were happening. <laughs> J.B. Hoover, is that the guy that tried to get Martin Luther King to kill himself? Edward Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar. That's him. J. J. Edgar. Fuck. I was wrong like four times there in a row. Anyway. J.B. Smoove tries to kill Abraham Lincoln. Go on. Go on. Well, Maybe um, it's because only rich people could afford phones back then, so it's like an elitist thing. They just didn't have stuff to do, I think. They got drunk and (laughs) sat by the phone. Well, all the guys at the U.S. Treasury are trying to figure out where all this gold is coming from, sweating about it. And this, like the head of the Treasury even gets a call from the president of the New York Stock Exchange and the State Department about these gold rumors. Like, I heard this from my fucking barber or something. Like, we need to get... (laughs) Get these rumors under control. And now you you get 56 minutes and you get floating heads of people from different countries learning about the gold... He's got a quote here. I have a quote here, yeah. The beginning of these meetings... We all do. 
The beginning of the meetings was funny because to set up the exposition so you know it's the U.S. Treasury meeting, the guy's like, so here at the U.S. Treasury <laughs> building, if you look at this map, like it's just very obvious about what's going well, on. My favorite part here, um, and I'm sure you guys have the note too, is when the president calls them or whatever they call the president, it's not a fictional president, it's Nixon. <laughs> it's just Richard Nixon. <laughs> is it actually? Was it really? Yeah, they just panned to his picture and it's like, that's the president. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> Wait, what? He's a character. No, my favorite part of it all was the Chinese no, the, man. What are you? What are you well, talking yeah, about? There was, was an act. There was an actor playing the president, Nars, that was talking on the phone. Was it? Did he show his face? Because it was no. It was clearly Nixon. No, it the, yeah, the, it had his portrait. Up. It was like the back of like a computer's and they made it like his head. They made a reference to Watergate because they were like, "Yeah, I know you're in some hot trouble now, but you're really going to want to pay attention to this one." No, that was, I don't remember no, that. I don't, I'm, I'm sure it was there. I just don't remember it. I did not see his face, though. No, no, no. His face was turned. I thought Luke was just saying it only panned to a picture. Maybe the picture was... It was the picture above the guy's head when he was talking on the phone. Yeah. Okay. I believe so, yeah. I'm looking it up. It is Nixon. Oh, okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of floating heads. I, Lucas messaged us beforehand. He said, 56 minutes. This shit crazy or something like that. Yeah. So when we got... I. We saw this scene, and then I checked the timestamp. We'll, so we'll get to it. We'll get fifty-six minutes. We'll get to the infamous fifty-six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you get all these floating heads. All the treasury know is the name of who is bringing in the gold, and Hopper recognizes his name as his neighbor. So now he's spying on Katie with like binoculars. But his wife's like, "Oh, typical old men peeping on the hot young wife next door," and. uh Knocks him out of the tree, yeah. Fred's spending so much money as well. He pulls up in a Lamborghini. <laughs> buys a new suit, new briefcase. I think it was like a Ferrari. Either way, but a brand new car. Um, And learns from Albert about half-lives of radioactive material. Maybe that the <laughs> yeah. gold could run out eventually? I, I don't know. I just always fun to remind yourself in this movie that this is a kid's movie when they're talking about half-lives and... <laughs> Sort of socioeconomic <laughs> intrigue. Hey, President yeah. Nixon, what is the the half life of this radioactive isotope? Please, kids. They like, used to make movies. This is when Hollywood was at its best. Well, um, Jimmy hanging out with the hooligan kids with the dune buggy, hanging and out. Charlie stands on a car battery and starts glowing. Hanging out <laughs> with my family. I got it. Hanging out on a battery. <laughs> Having ourselves a battery. Yeah, he's glowing on this battery. <laughs> and then they hook up like jumper cables to him, starts playing yeah. the radio in his fucking car. They clamp his nipples with the little battery. <laughs> like yeah, they're torturing the him in Iraq. <laughs> Every time oh! he steps on he's like, he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like it, he's just a duck. He just stands in places. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't I don't know what, either. My note is I don't have a clue is. what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> with the glowing duck standing on a car battery with, with nipple clamps on? Yeah. Like you no weren't the only man. one that was confused here. Thank you. Yes. Fucking insane. He's a um, transport. But yeah, he's hanging out with these hooligan kids. And the, um, Hooper's trying to watch Charlie lay an egg through their window in a tree. Wife spooks him. He falls out of the tree. And that's where he falls out. Yeah, because the wife, Albert's wife, is Katie. She's in the window again. So she's. Because, yeah, really? he was he was looking at the egg, but then Katie crosses. Catches him. She's bumping up her cleavage a little bit in her ho- 1970s housewife dress, so no cleavage at all. But no. 
He's like, you looking at this woman? So Just a wig. The next day, he's got a new idea. He's going to con Jimmy um, with a new bike to distract him and get the duck to lay an egg for him. Hey, little boy, you're looking handsome. Give me your duck. <laughs> give me a duck. I'll give you a bike. And so he's trying to get one letter from a felony. He's trying to get. You guys have a quote here? No. Maybe. I, just take it. I think we should just start like yeah, trying to steal each other's quotes. I have quotes. a lot of. Yeah, exactly. It was it was really funny because he's like, I I'm not supposed to go see you. He's like, but what if I have a gift? And the kid's like, All right. <laughs> Candy. Yeah, a big old bicycle. That was really funny. I actually didn't have that one. I didn't either. Well he I didn't um, either. I just remembered it. No, he I was just like, think moving forward we should try to steal each other's quotes as a game. <laughs> he Do you have a game. quote from here? Good. What's that? Do you have a quote from here? Good. Good. Here I we mean, go. <laughs> one point for Seth. <laughs> um well, he's like trying to get Charlie to lay an egg, but the dog is also barking in the window. And so Charlie lays an egg, but Katie comes in, swoops, give a good save. She's like, don't steal my duck's eggs. Char- Jimmy, come on home. Bring Charlie with you. Shame on you. Yeah, exactly. Stealing eggs from your neighbors. And Hooper <laughs> tells his boss all about the duck, and they don't believe him at all. And now we see floating heads of all the countries learning of the duck. Everybody's like, we got this duck, we gotta get it. What the fuck? Yeah, and then there becomes like a national order of protection on the duck. Yeah. So the president then calls to say, the duck, get the duck at all costs. Treasury bursts into the house, questioning Albert and Jeff about the duck. Um, Lucas, do you know, on a semi-tangent, if like France owned our gold reserves for a little while? They did say what? something like that. I don't when the, know about that. When the gold pr- crisis breaks out, because they're basically inflating the market and like lowering the price of gold because they keep laying the eggs and putting them in yeah. there. The, when they're showing the floating heads and all the nations are talking about it, France is like, it's our gold anyway. Like, how dare oh, they I, do that shit? You remember that? I don't, yeah. I, don't, I do yeah, remember I don't, that. That's I weird. didn't quite get that implication. I tried to look up something about it and I, I couldn't find anything. Huh. I thought maybe you'd know she some She asked the esoteric, history guy. Some esoteric, yeah, history about it. No, I did like how the South African guy was also Australian and had a cowboy hat, too. I didn't even know there's a South African guy. Probably because he had an Australian accent and a cowboy hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, they burst into the home, asking Albert and Fred all these questions about the duck. Jimmy overhears everything and takes out of the bedroom window, just jumps out with Charlie, rides off on the bike, <laughs> like steals it from... Hooper's garage and rides off and everyone is on the chase now and I told Seth this is how a Ted Key film ends you got Cat from Outer Space with giant flying chase scene and you got Gus the 12 minute supermarket chase scene you're gonna get a big action set piece here so they're boy does it pay off treasury folk corner him in an alley but he's hidden in a trash can and gets scooped (coughs) up by the garbage truck so now he's gone and then Charlie Hops on fucking that on top of the fucking truck. So does Jimmy. Moving truck. And the the duck flies off the garbage truck. Jimmy fucking drop and rolls. <laughs> Looked like it hurt, but yeah. I yeah. I gasped. Whoa. I was like, oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the stunts are gonna be real here. We know this shit. I don't think this one with the kid jumping off the moving garbage truck that looked pretty green screen, but. <laughs> A lot of these other ones this, coming up. Look this next kind one, of every real. car gets in a giant wreck because Charlie's yeah. walking through a street. Charlie yeah. bounced off a car. He almost got hit. <laughs> like he almost rolled into a tire. He almost almost stuck the, in the wheel well there. Yeah, probably the third duck of that day, I'd imagine. 
That's he, what I'm saying. He hit the side of the car and bounced off of it. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Multiple cars got in a wreck. And Jimmy ends up jumping in the dune buggy with the rambunctious <laughs> youths. And they escape the hell out of there yeah, on the they sidewalk. Start, they start driving like I drive in Grand Theft Auto, just mowing things down. Oh, on the my God. Were, were you over when we were playing Grand Theft Auto at our apartment? Yeah, it was my idea. Yeah, we did exactly what you did, where we do it all in cinematic mode. Oh, yeah. Just kill everybody trying to survive. (laughs) You're just swerving through traffic because the camera angle changes. Like, fuck! Yeah, I was telling Marina my favorite thing to do is go out and just find the nearest prostitute and punch her in the face. And she was like, that is pretty fun. So anytime you get out of the hospital, you just go up, like, dead sprint because the animation is just so funny to see him (laughs) wind back. (laughs) It gives it a follow through. (laughs) <laughs> literally anybody businessmen walking by what was the thing i did with the plane remember i crashed the plane or oh it took me forever to get to the airport and i finally got to a plane and i was taking off and i was lifting up and one of the fucking cops drove <laughs> into the front wheel of it as it came up and then it just nosedived and crashed <laughs> into the ground and i exploded That's it right. took me like half an hour to get to the fucking airport because right. i went like around the whole beach and then back but yeah we got lost for a second that was Good great the boys well, in blue um Everyone's on the chase. The the utility or the the, the treasury people, as well as Fred and Katie and uh, Albert are all on foot. But Fred and Katie steal this telephone utility vehicle (laughs) with like this hydraulic staircase. Catch up to Albert, who ends up hanging from the staircase. This looks pretty real, and just gets fucking whipped around. Yeah, it looks pretty real. Some of it like, looks not like, real. We gotta figure out how to run this thing so his wife just hits all the levers all at once and sends him flying. It's very funny. When horrible idea. When he, he is, goes up accidentally when he's he he's trying to shift, but he accidentally grabs the wrong lever. And yeah, like, the oh, hydraulic. Yeah. 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 But then when the, he, he never just lowers it. When he is hanging <laughs> Fred from the, the bad thing, friend. When he's hanging from the thing, it looks very real. That one looks real. When he is in the final cage when he gets all the way to the top, he's swinging around. Total Sometimes. green screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now the treasury's on their ass too, and classic Ted Key chase scene. The dune buggy escapes into a parking garage, and the treasury folk get in a wreck trying to chase them. Yeah, the the antagonist treasures. (laughs) The government. Yeah. Well, this because he's staircase comes in handy. Yeah, his like the stolen car. Where's my note here? From his crow's nest vantage point, he spots and roofs the sun and climbs aboard the building. Yeah, he gets like two stories up, chases him up the stairs, and you get the fucking scariest stunt on the rooftop. Yeah, Little Jesus Jimmy, carrying Charlie in his arm, is scaling between two skyscrapers across a fucking wooden ladder? Yeah, the Everest climb between, like, <laughs> like mountain ravines. Yeah, why, why, why are they doing this? They're, like, trying to help the kid... <laughs> And the duck go, and they're like, like, get to the other building. Your kid do the most dangerous stunt in the world. He makes it, like, part way, and I'm like, this is a wooden ladder. That thing is bending like crazy. Yeah. My note is, why the fuck are they doing this? Oh, my God, it falls. Oh, my God. So intense. You took a quote from here, right? The daddy? Yeah, I took a quote from there, and I took... Did you guys take a quote earlier when the the treasurers get in a car accident? No, I didn't. 
Okay. During that whole chase scene, they get in a little car crash because they like pull a Yui and they flip around in the middle of an intersection. People are like, you know, you can't fucking turn here, right? And he's like, I'm the government. Yeah. The one guy's like, uh, official official government business. And the one guy's like, well, no wonder you fucked it up. You're from the <laughs> fucking government? Yeah. Get, get his ass. I thought one of you would have had it. I I don't know why I didn't write it down. Yeah. So none of us had it. Yeah. That's a good line, though. But yeah, this is the scariest thing. Albert saves the day, barely gets Jimmy and Charlie off the ladder before it breaks. And Charlie's taken away and put in protective custody. And Albert is arrested. And now this fucking duck is on trial. Yeah, we're going to have a legal ending. Our favorite. Classic Ted Key film. That's how Mac and me ends, too. I, huh? I would enjoy Mac and Me, I think. That's how Mac and Me ends. What is that? It's, uh, the, it's the McDonald's clip. It's the, the when Paul Rudd goes on to promote his movies, he plays Mac and Me instead. Oh. It's a McDonald's funded movie about. It's basically an ET ripoff, but the, the it I ends. See. It ends with them. I'm not going to spoil it in case we ever do it, but it is we a short scene. Yeah, it all comes down to whether or not the duck can perform in court and lay a golden egg. So they they bring him in and they're like, "Watch this, Your Honor." And Hooper comes up and he starts barking and fucking Fred, Fred and Albert are there. It's like it's the wrong pitch. <laughs> and they're like, but then Albert's like a stand up kind of guy. They're gonna get away with this, but he's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm willing to accept the consequences. Uh-huh. I will bark to this duck and <laughs> This make is the wrong mind. time to own up to your actions. Do it at home with your family, it's, not in front of nobody. Well, it's uh, You're exactly right, but it's so funny because he's like, nope, I have to be a stand-up man. I have to show my son like what being a true man is. So he walks up to the <laughs> duck and barks at it. In <laughs> <laughs> the correct pitch. And he lays an egg. It's so a real man Glory. barks in the correct pitch. <laughs> and son, I'm going to teach you about F-sharp someday. <laughs> Judge... The Judge birds takes, and the seas. Judge takes the egg, breaks it in his glass, opens up no gold. The radioactive isotope no half-life gold. has been reached. They should have broke no it. Magic. The judge should have broke it with his gavel. I mean, come on. Yeah, that, that would have been, been good. Yeah. yeah. But he probably didn't want to dent his gavel on the gold. Ooh. But if, yeah. Don't but that's, obviously. <laughs> you got you got something to smash there for. <laughs> It's not for smashing. It's for so, attention getting. Hulk smash. You're the one profession in the world where you can you have a smashing tool on hand. That, Lucas, so remember how one much you profession? <laughs> yeah, construction work. No, they don't have hammers. Devin regularly sends me videos of him with a hammer, like a mallet, breaking glass. What is his job now? He blazes. Gla- he glazes glass for like commercial like buildings and whatnot. So if there's like something that went wrong, the glass is just worthless. So he just takes a mallet and just starts smashing it, but it's glazed, so like it takes a lot to break through it. And so he just sends me videos of him just smashing glass all the time. He sent us that picture of the door on the group chat the other day. Yeah. And I said, it's for me. (laughs) And nobody asked like, why do you need a door that big? Because I was going to say, so my dick can fit through. (laughs) And I was waiting for the payoff on that, and nobody had any like follow up questions. We didn't care at all. I was probably at work. Shit. Nobody even responded except for me and Devin. Did not know. What I was wanted going somebody on. to ask so bad. Well, they open it. There's no gold inside. The radioisotope half life has been reached, and so the case is dismissed because of this. 
Huh? I guess. Yeah, of course. <laughs> this, I know we talked about it earlier, but it kind of just gets brought up out of nowhere. This case no is dismissed thing. because of the worthless duck. But Albert tries to turn it into something of value. He's like, this duck isn't worthless. He's my kid's pet or something stupid. No, he, uh, does anybody have this quote? You know, uh-huh. I don't give a shit. We're moving forward. We're going to steal quotes on purpose. I got two yeah. points now. Well, actually, no. This will be zero points. Uh, but he says, no, this, the honors, oh my God. The judge says it's worthless. And he says, it does have worth. I just didn't see it uh, properly until now. Yeah. <laughs> and then he looks at the family and the wife is like so embarrassed. Uh, She's co- No, no, she covered her face with a giant sun hat she bought. And the kid is that like. That sun hat was so big. <laughs> dude. I love giant sun hats. I buy my sister one every year for Christmas and her birthday, which happened to be six days did apart. You see, did you see the package on the counter upstairs for Kelly? No, I didn't. It's all packed. I'm sending it. Is it? Nice. Um, I thought I had something else to say. Well, fair. turns it into something value. They exit this town hall. Why is everybody celebrating them? <laughs> I don't know. Are they happy that the, that the duck is I don't know. Yeah, free? They're basically... It, it's like everybody high five an OJ after he got the innocent <laughs> verdict. Like you did it, man. You, well, you we have love to. you. Every, Can you go back to the bills? Celebrating this this they duck. Need you. And that is the end of the million dollar duck. What a we have to clap perfect a million ending. times. That's it. He did it. Ah, my arms hurt so much from moving for three days straight. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Um, Try so three years. No. <laughs> Try moving for three years straight. I dare you. I hate when people compare their traumas. Anyway. <laughs> Trials and tribulations. Exactly. It's like, oh, you've got a headache? Have you ever felt when you've been stabbed in the back with a sword? Literally. With a literal knife? Yeah. <laughs> with a sword. <laughs> you've been stabbed slapped me. in the back with a sword? <laughs> with a claymore? <laughs> Have you ever been slapped in the back with a claymore? It's way worse than than a headache. I dare you to until you've until you've lived through what I've lived. Don't even talk to me. The end. The end. Let's cop a million times. Oh my arms. Again. Um, of course, we got a lot of quotes, ratings, and reviews. I think we should pause now since we've got so much we won't worry about timing after that How, what do you think lucas pause more like webbed feet yeah let's do it <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid it no, was great it's i know it was great but it's stupid and pause web feet hello raj oh no raj that, that, that's just a rumor rumor or not ed this could play hob with our foreign monetary agreements <laughs> Believe me, Raj, we are right on top of this thing. No, sirree. <clears throat> Not a single foreign country will hear anything about it. Get me the U.S. ambassador. How dare they meddle with their gold? It's all ours. Da-da. America is producing instant gold. It is a plot. If those bloody Americans are fabricating the stuff, we're done in. Please get the formula. Americans make it for $10 a ounce. We make it $8.95. The White House? Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
Right. They quit playing. We're not vampires. I mean, we are. But you like, are the one that loves the vampire I thing. Do love <laughs> the vampire. Tell me to stop. Did that win? That did win best running gag over hate torpedo. Yeah. Unfortunately, there was another one you brought up. There was another. I was reading. Oh, I was reading some of the best tangents to Seth the other night, or not just best tangent. I was reading all the notes I took from season five while editing, and one of them for best tangent that we missed was Dwayne the Rock Johnson president in twenty fifty eight. I don't remember that one very much. From San Andreas when he's like 80 years old? No, no, no. It was from Mitchell's versus the Machines. No. And then we, was... No, we brought it. I just listened to these like yesterday, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, it was in Mitchell's versus the Machines. No, no, no. Was that right before San Andreas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We brought it up. At the... No, it wasn't. Even Dwarves was. But for you, it was. Because you skipped that episode. Okay. We started at Mitchell's versus the Machines and we brought it back up in San Andreas because it only made sense. But in... San Andreas, another good running one that you made was when you were going to hit me in the head with a hammer and you were going to get away with it in court by legally filing me as oh, yeah. a construction equipment, as a nail. I thought he was drywall, <laughs> your true. honor. Your honor, I thought he was a nail. It's property. Yeah, yeah. You can do that. Those were two great running gags or tangents in <laughs> fucking San Andreas that like went unnoticed. I, I very clearly remember my thought process <laughs> and I'm right. You're like, oh yes. But you don't remember laughing at me so much and I was like, yeah, The Rock could be president in like 2058. You're like, when he's 86 years old, Brad? Yeah. That was Mitchell's versus the Machines. What? That was when How we does that come that. up in that? I don't know. How does anything come up in any of these, dude? I don't know. How did the Hammergler make its way into that? <laughs> Ham! Yeah. Hey, everybody, yeah. I'm the Hammergler! All right, let's count our quotes. Lucas has I've 21. 21, I believe. Can you do something for me? Brandon has like 15? 15. God, I'm on a roll. You're on a roll. And I have 12. Okay. You have 20? That's your record, Lucas. I, think I so. lied. 13. Were... It was such a good guess, though. Ooh. They're flying off the, Ooh, off the baby. wall here. You start. You got seven. Ooh. Ooh-wee. Brandon, they're canceled now. Rick and Morty? No, Justin Roiland. He is. Why? Uh, I missed that. He's just been going a little crazy lately. Don't worry about it. Let's do quotes. Uh, so my first quote is when Jimmy really wants the puppy and it's $50. And Albert says, for that price, he ought to have his own car. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, Albert turns off the radio when Katie's cooking in the kitchen, the little applesauce. When Big Boy's grilling on the roof. <laughs> he turns yeah. off the radio and she goes, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She goes, Hey, that was Herman and the Purple Cows. And he goes, Oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my quotes. Also, like, such like an old timey thing. That was that Herman and the Purple Cows. I don't know. Yeah, it just <laughs> Actually, sounds like it. Now that I think about it, I probably would have 21 because there's a lot of them that I want to write down that Seth audibly laughs at. Like, we're like, are you going to take that yeah, one? And like, no, we had to can have defer to each other. Yeah, we each would have had 30 if we weren't in the same room. Uh, third one. Oh, this is Katie talking about marriage. She's like, what are wives for? To have and obey till death do us in. <laughs> it's like, that's not how you say that. <laughs> that's not right at all. Horrible. Till death do me in? Uh, this is when Albert and Fred the friend are riding in the car and those, <laughs> <don't> laugh. those crazy kids come 
rearing out in their dune buggy or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. yeah. This is why don't why don't you just drop a bomb on us, Arvin? It'd be quicker. And they say, don't blame us. It was you old cats who invented the con- internal combustion engine. <laughs> Such a Bart Simpson esque fucking thing. <laughs> that's real. really Bart. That's actually a really Bart-esque. good. Bart-esque. Yeah, Bart esque. Yeah. Bardo. Bardo. Bardo esque. Uh, number five. I think this is Katie again. I I refuse to write down context. It's always funnier without it. Me too. It. Yeah. But, <laughs> but she says, Albert, I've been thinking. And he says, Well, good for you. <laughs> it's not even that the only like good. Alex would get mad at me for saying. <laughs> Good for you. I love the ones that I don't know that you wrote down when we don't confer and you're just like yeah. secretly. Because I write down some wild shit sometimes that only I think is funny There's and then I explain shit. why it's funny to everybody. Yeah. Um, I think this is number six. Yeah. Oh, this is Hooper when the duck falls into the pool. He says, get out of my pool, you duck-billed intruder. It's like, he's just a <laughs> duck. He's duck-billed because he's a duck. I love <laughs> just it. Just say, get That's out of my so, pool, yeah, you duck. Yeah, we did talk about that. It's like, <laughs> that's you idiot. Hooper. Um, I'm going to do six for now in case one of my ladder seven gets stolen. Okay. I just oh, love it's me. Yeah. I'm not the lad. Lucas yeah. is... Like I said, I w- I, there were so many I wanted to write down, but I was like, I'm not going to have 30 quotes, and also <laughs> Lucas has probably written down a lot of these, so... I was just smiling at all of those, and I only had one of them. Okay. Um, I've got, like, three right off the bat from the beginning. <laughs> when he's talking about the, the money and the dog and whatnot, Mr. Finley works ne- next door, works for the Treasury, and takes... He's like, why don't we have enough money? Well, Mr. Finley next door works for the Treasury and takes all our money. He could afford a giraffe. <laughs> yeah, that was mine. Um, and, and that then, really pissed off the neighbor, because he heard that. He's like, oh, I got fucking afford he, he overhears it. <laughs> a and this giraffe. Is, this is my next one, like, short, like... 30 seconds after, I wish that fool professor made enough money so I could investigate him. That's so funny. <laughs> it's like I a think, slight, but... I thought that was, like, almost gonna be, like, a mystic, like, genie thing. Like, that's, like, the genie's pie. That's how he gets his million-dollar duck thing. He wished it into existence. That's the brilliance oh, of this Oh, I film. see what you're saying. See what I'm saying, Seth? But it didn't... Ha- that didn't happen, so it's not the brilliance of this film. You don't know. That's one of the subtexts. It's the potential brilliance of this film. Potential brilliance, yeah. Yeah. This sort of um, if you go by potential brilliance. Mysticism. Yeah. <laughs> every movie's a 10, except Lyle L. Crocodile. Because <laughs> when you have Sean Mendez on board, potentially your highest score is what did Lucas give it? 0.3. That's the highest then. I gave it a zero. <laughs> you were more you were a lot fair. You ended up I giving was, it a negative five. <laughs> that was a lot fair. So when you have Sean Mendez, your potential movie score is zero. Correct. And Brandon's just wrong. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. Quit wiggling in that chair. It's I'm so loud. Sorry, I'm having a good time. <laughs> <I'm> like, <sighs> I got my hands crossed behind my back, grasping either side of this chair. Um, this is one right after. This is the this is Albert's boss at the lab. His name is Dr. Gottlieb, and he goes, Excuse me, I have to go Dark. recheck the IQ of this chimp. 140? That's higher than mine. <laughs> He did have to recheck it. Good quote. I have an IQ of 146, ladies and gentlemen. You do? Yeah. Damn. So I, mine must be like 150 or something. <laughs> yeah, or like 200. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, this is like my sophomore year of college, and uh, mom, I drank a little bit in sophomore year of college. Oh, no. I was a little tipsy, lying in my bed in my dorm room, and I was like, 
I was like, oh, scroll on Facebook. And I was like, oh, this is one of those stupid, like, what's your IQ? I thought it was like eight questions or whatever. Yeah. It was like just like general trivia. But it was like a, like a legit like 90 question like pattern one. And I got like through 20 questions. What the fuck? I was like, this is 2.45 in the morning. <laughs> and I was like half drunk and like just scrolling. And so I did the whole thing. But like after like 70 questions, like I got to start guessing because – IQ tests just keep going if you keep getting things right. And I was yeah. like, I just started guessing. I was like, 146. I was like, I wonder what I would have done if I wouldn't have guessed and if I wasn't drunk. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Do you think you would have done worse sober? Because 146 is hot. That's very hot. Like 130 plus is genius range. No, that's 160. No, no, no. 160 One, is crazy high. Albert Einstein was like 146 is pretty intensely high. I think, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that's Anything like a, over... a very official test. I don't exactly know if you got it off of Facebook. No, it's like... Brandon, drunk you doesn't know what an official IQ test looks like. I do know what like official IQ tests are, where it's just pattern recognition. Yeah. That's all they are. I took one of those back in elementary school, and I got a 900,000. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Brandon, don't push <laughs> He's a genius. I thought you were going to say 90 when you said 9, but then you went 100. <laughs> no. I was like, 900, and then you said 1,000. No, I didn't get a 90. I just, I, I'm not a genius. I just have OCD, so all I think about is patterns. So, like, yeah. those, those tests are always skewed. I also have OCD with patterns and yeah, shit. So. I know. And not to say that, you, like, you and I aren't very intelligent people. We're both very intelligent. So is Lucas. And Lucas. <laughs> Don't get me started on Devin. <laughs> You can interpret that however you want. Shouldn't shouldn't be up in the air though. Exactly. But some people are like, oh, he's stupid. <laughs> but yeah, it felt like official. It was like 90 questions, it was all patterns. It was like it took me to like this dot org yeah. site. You fell for the weirdest scam possible. It was like a clickbait thing, but it ended up being legit. <laughs> it lasted like 45 minutes and i was so pissed i was like i can't finish this it's not hunter was like just go to bed brandon i was like i can't and then he took it the next day i sent it to him so it's freshman year hunter no this is after he came back from his trip from france he lived with me and jesse oh gotcha for one semester and he took it the next day and he got like a 108 he was so pissed (laughs) he got just barely above average (laughs) because average is like 90 to 100 Sure. But he was so pissed about that. I was like, I got 146 drunk, you bitch. So, there we are. Next I accept quote. the results. Um, is this it my turn? crazy one. Oh, this is, shit. Okay. No. This is... <laughs> you this talked is, for so long, you think. I know. We this all is did. A classic yeah. me, this is the classic <laughs> me quote. What is the integrated threshold neutron flux? And then you just hear, quack. And he's like... What did you mean by that? Yeah, that was one of my quotes. <laughs> like this guy, this guy thought that the quack, this other guy just quacked. Yeah, he at said, him. "What did you mean by that?" He said, "Well, you said quack." He's like, the fuck I did. The fuck I did. <laughs> Obviously, you said quack. Um, this is when they pull out in the dune buggy for the first time. The hooligans, the youths, just you crazy dingling driver, Arlo. <laughs> oh, that was the second time. Oh, was it? Orlo. Yeah, because the first time was my quote. The second one was, you crazy dingling driver Orlo. And he says, I'm not even driving the car, man. <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. <laughs> <It was> his <laughs> friend. 
Yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't Billy Bowles. It's Orlo. Yeah. It's oh, sorry. Arlo. Yeah. O R L O. No, no, no. No, it was Orlo. Orlo I read Arlo. it wrong. Yeah, it was Orlo. Um yeah. <laughs> this is one Katie answering the phone. Oh, hello, bank. Bad checks? What do you mean? Well, you're the ones that printed them. <laughs> yeah. Insufficient She's funds. So <laughs> and how are you still bank. in business? <laughs> My last one for right now is that's gold worth over 900 troy ounce dollars. I was like, what the fuck is a troy ounce? <laughs> I and why up. do you also have dollars in there? I looked it up, but just how you measured precious metals. Oh, okay. Yeah. All I could think of for troy ounce is Troy, Montana, where Steve lives. Fair. Oh, so we play ounces in Troy, Steve's Montana. Steve's from Troy? Yeah. His oh. stories crack me Damn. up, dude. We literally beat the fuck out of Troy every time we play them. Zoran's averaging 40 points a game against them. This year, it's insane. I saw that he won, like, player of the month, like, athlete of the month. Yeah, and he just passed 1,500 points scored his last game. He's a little baller. God okay. damn. I, it's a senior season, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna hit that coveted 2,000 threshold, but god damn, he's, he's a scorer. Yeah. I mean, he's leading the state in points per game. That's crazy. Yeah. He's five seven. At five seven. Five seven five eight. Little beast. Alright. My turn? Oh, it's Lucas. Yeah, what the <laughs> I was like, Seth finish your top. Brandon okay. and I are gonna do ours and then Lucas leave twenty one straight. I think I'm just gonna do nine because I think you guys knocked off a bunch of mine. So just nine. Um this one we alluded to earlier in the podcast, and his wife goes, I'm sure you'll solve it, and he goes, Solve what, Katie? She goes, The generation gap you're creating between Jimmy with this puppy thing. And I was like, oh, she maybe she's not such a ditz after all. This is the one smart thing she said in this movie. She's not. She's just, she's like, um... She didn't know how to read a fucking cookbook. So. No, what's her name? The the old, like, children's books where the girl takes things too literal. Literally. Big Bertha. That's oh. what you mean. Sorry, go on, Lucas. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this no, is from this. Why are you apologizing, Lucas? You read your quote and we went on a tangent. This is from this stupid little kid. Um, when Charlie the duck lays two eggs, the kid goes, Twins! <laughs> That's so stupid. It's <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. So, Amelia Bedelia. Oh, oh I, I know what you're saying. Bedelia. Yeah. Um, when, when they have the eggs... They're tasked, like, can we eat them? Can we keep them? And he says, nope, the only thing to do is bury them. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, when they're li- go- later on, they're talking about Aesop's fable. Mm-hmm. He's going, I'm telling you, that fable may be scientifically feasible. There was a lot of Aesop fable speak in this film. My favorite yeah, rapper. Was... A- Aesop that... Rock. And the name of one your of the... cat. One of the Aesop's fables was the duck or the goose that laid the golden egg. So it would make sense, would it not? What are you guys doing? I mean, it would. I I don't know what he's doing. I was trying to listen. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I like this quote from last week. When they're having the literal wild goose chase at the farm, he goes, "Start barking, nice. Fred! It's our only chance." <laughs> so that them just on all fours barking at a thousand ducks. <laughs> Great. Not gonna help. <laughs> they were just hoping one would lay an egg? Was that their hope? Yeah. And that they were gonna crack all the eggs, find the gold one, and then find and the Mr. duck Crane. that laid the day that egg. Get the crown, save the town. But it was and love. Mr. Krabs! 
It's just love for it the was child. love that lit the way. Yeah, exactly. Good foreshadowing. Good turn of phrase, Brandon. Good foreskin. Bad turn of phrase. This one is from Tony when they're back at the house after getting the duck. He goes, now the real problem is how do we legally protect our fortune? And then the <laughs> we get like a like a 10 minute diatribe on the taxes and regulations of gold in a kid's movie. <laughs> There's so much, so much. It's like, it's kind of like the opening of when we did star Wars episode one, the phantom menace where it just immediately opens in like federal trade commissions. You're like, what the fuck is this? It's a lot of the movie. <laughs> and then I my, did like it though. And then my last one from now is when I t- texted you guys at 56 minutes. It's when all the, no! con- it's when all the countries are coming up. Um, and we get the Japanese prime minister, I assume, <laughs> who says, please get me the formula of America. Make it 900 an ounce. We make it 895. <laughs> so please get the formula. Formula. The do $10 an ounce. It's so we do bad. And he looks like Japanese Hitler. It's so funny. Yeah, he looks like he's got a wig on. <laughs> like they plastered. Get your wig on. Plastered sleek back. Slick back. Slicked back? God damn. Slick book. Shut up. <laughs> Black hair to make him look more stereotypical. It's so good. It's so good. Brandon, you can have the second one of his then. Yeah. All right. Where was I? I got that one. Uh, this is Fred when they're all barking at the ducks. Says, <laughs> what am I doing? A sane adult with a law degree crawling around a barnyard, barking at fowls, trying to find some stupid duck who lays, who lays solid gold... Solid gold eggs, and he just starts barking at him again. <laughs> Capitalism, baby. <laughs> money will do that to you. Mo money, mo problems. Cash rules everything around me. Um, so this is in the U.S. Treasury meeting, and the Hooper's there, and his boss is like, Pooper. "That's your." I hardly know her, and he says, "That's your neighbor." He says, "Well, it's not my fault. I was there first. <laughs> Like he thought he'd moved in to try to get in on this gold egg <laughs> scheme market. Yeah, scheme. Uh, I don't have any context for this one. I know it's Albert. I don't know who he's replying to. Maybe his wife. He says, I know what you're trying to do. And I'm trying to tell you that I'm the egg man. <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles reference. Oh, it's as it. I, I thought I am the egg man. You are the egg man. I don't like the Beatles. I am the walrus. Yeah. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I am the walrus. Beatles are hacks. I don't give. I can't care about them. No, the Beatles make some good songs. No. You would love while my guitar gently weeps. No. Yes. No. Hacks, all of them. Hacks. I am the walrus is a crazy song. I'm fine with you saying hacks on that one though. Hacks, but that's have you when seen he's... the documentary? That's when that's Paul when McCartney he's... would just hum along. It's like we'll fill in the lyrics later, and then a lot of the times they just wouldn't fill in the later la- the lyrics later. Like I am an apple, you are pizza pie. <laughs> Do you know? And what then, the, like that's good. That's the, actually good. We can just leave the it ambiguous hack, like that. It's not ambiguous. It's just bad and wrong and stupid. The biggest hack Fuck is Yoko Beatles. Ono. John Lennon's wife. Yeah, she's. You see that TikTok video where to get the band out where John Lennon's performance artist. 
You see that video where John Lennon's performing with I've like, seen every video of Yoko of Ono. Where she's like chilling in the band, she's playing the tambourine and they're singing together and then she just starts going, and then they cut her mic because he looks at her and there's a cut. We have to get her out of here. I'm pro Yoko. Pro Yoko. Proko. I'm pro I'm a more kind of an over easy guy myself. Anyway, my next quote. Uh, uh. Oh, it's Fred when they get to the utility truck. He says, okay. look at this. They're always ready when we need them. And we need him. And he steals their truck. <laughs> That's online, yeah. <laughs> so this is stupid. Boy, uh, <laughs> this is Albert when he's riding in the crane portion of that truck. He says, hey, Fred, watch it. Because he almost hits the, one of the light poles. He says, that was a red light. <laughs> he's so pissed about that was the traffic laws. <laughs> I thought it was a camel. <laughs> under his breath smirk. Uh, I think we kind of got went over this one earlier, but when little Jimmy's crossing the ladder across the buildings and the dumbest attempt at escape we've ever seen, says, get out of here, Dad, because he's mad at him for only caring yeah. about the duck. And the ladder, like, creaks a little bit, and he goes, Dad, help me! <laughs> Daddy! Yeah, I would quote right after that, where he just goes, God damn it, Jimmy, we didn't say that, but he goes, Jimmy, put your hand in mine! <laughs> and then it was the big Sistine Chapel so- shot. That's reminiscent of oh yeah, a little God and Adam thing. Correct. Is that Adam in that in that mm-hmm. Sistine Chapel painting? Yeah. Okay. The the pointing one mm-hmm. where they're reaching for their hands. Yeah, that's uh, what it's here, referencing. I just didn't know um, that Adam, I guess, canonically ever had any contact with God. Not that that's important. So I'm going to go into my last quote. So. Uh, they're in the courtroom, and he says, but your honor, he's got $40,000 in the bank. And he says, good for him. <laughs> My second good for them quote of That's the day. Great. That came up like three times. <laughs> All right. We're Could finishing me. pizza pie. Um, this is one, I'm finishing mine off. This is one when it's all the, the treasury in the room together. And... The Wall Street comes on. The president of Wall New York's Wall Street comes on the phone, and somebody in the corner is like, "Now just tell the Wall Street to relax." <laughs> the Wall Street, yeah, the entire Wall Street. Tell them to relax. Um, please get to thousands formula. Yep, you did that one already. Get thousands um, of people on the horn. Um, this is one from Katie. She just goes, "You don't need to shout. I have twenty twenty hearing." <laughs> yeah, the idiot. um this is one when they are chilling in the garage hooking up uh nipple clamps to charlie when he's radioactive and whatnot and he's playing music through the radio and they're like oh let me see that duck and fred the friend comes over they start blowing him gets no well they don't start blowing him (laughs) no not yeah it's no they did he did (laughs) um (laughs) They uh, they're trying to get Charlie from him, and he's like, "They're like, you can't just take him from there." And he's like, "Uh, it's they're like that's civil rights." He's like, "It's yeah. not a civil rights case; it's a property rights case." And the kids just go, "Hitler." I was like, "Jesus, they were Hitler's plural." I was gonna say oh, they plural. said Hitler's, Hitler's, yeah, plural. Yeah. That was parentheses very, that was a parentheses. Wild page of dialogue. Um. 
I this... love these kids, but they were just misguided <laughs> in some of their accusations. They didn't have the right support at home. They had good hearts. No, I'm with Lucas. They had good hearts. Yeah, and they didn't have the right support at home. No, 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 no. It's not about the right support at home. It's a, don't touch my inner thigh like that. <laughs> it's a whatever. They're just rebelling going. against the culture, cultural or no, cultural norms, but in their own way, they still value, you know, the right stuff. Yeah, which is important. But a dad disciplining his child is not Hitler. <laughs> And some lawyer it wasn't guy his dad. with a new yeah. briefcase. Hitlers. No, they were both Hitlers. Yeah. Um, next is the Chinese-Japanese man, again, the floating head. Yeah. When you get a second one of them, he goes, Get blueprint of U.S. duck. Make same thing. Plastic. Half price. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it blueprint. Blueprint. <laughs> it was blueprint. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to step on your toes there. <laughs> you said it wrong. <laughs> Step on my toes. <laughs> Sus God. Why did you make it sound like an ad lib in a rap <laughs> Step on my toes. <laughs> what? What? Triple what? Flows. Step on my toes. Yeah. Triple it, triple it, triple it one. Step on my toes and then step on my toes. This reminds me of a talking cat when the mom really didn't want the investor seeing her toes. Yeah. Yeah, right. Have you seen my shoes? <laughs> I don't want them to see my toes. I don't want to go pick up bow. Oh, what a specific Um, next one. Uh Fred, stop. You're going to decapitate decapitate him. Decaptivate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Decaptivate. Decaptivate. Decaptivator. This is him on the, the hydraulic staircase on the car as they're driving. Katie. You're going to decaptivate him. Um, this is one right at the end when all the press is around the, the courthouse. And this one press guy just really wants to get in there. He's like the last one at the door. And he's like, nobody's coming in. He's like, but we handle riot cases, rapes, and spies. Let me in. <laughs> I have one also from a random reporter in the crowd. He, someone at that time goes, will the duck testify at trial? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said that? <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. They're great reporters. And my last oh, one is a Seth quote. Oh, after, after the movie ends, up pops up next on Disney Plus, the cat from outer space. Oh, hell yeah. He sees the little trailer and he goes, wow, that sounds interesting. Why didn't we watch that? <laughs> if only. <laughs> if only. All right. Lucas finishes off. We probably have like eight. Something like that. Um, at the at the infamous treasury meeting, someone goes, rumor or not, Ed, this could play hard with our foreign monetary agreements. And I was like, this is a kid's movie. <laughs> exactly. Like you guys kiss. Um, I was trying to. <laughs> the dad came home looking for the duck, and he goes, where's Charlie? The duck. And the mom goes, well, he's out. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> he, 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 he went to J.C. Penny, you know? Getting some smokes. <laughs> you know the bodega on the street? Um, the Kroger's. When the treasury is serving them a warrant at their house, the head of the treasury goes, I say this duck of yours could very well be the single most valuable asset in the U.S. today. That duck is a national resource. 
Like, I yeah. mean, he is. He laid for gold. <laughs> Hooper right after that says, just like, yeah, just like the Hoover Dam. And the guy's like, okay. <laughs> I guess. The, the, Hoover, the Hoover Dam is one of them. <laughs> it goes this duck and then the Hoover Dam. Like, what? It's super important, but not necessarily an asset because we can't trade it. <laughs> I will give you the Hoover Dam in exchange for the for Eiffel Brittany Tower. Griner. For Brittany Griner. <laughs> Good deal. Um, when the duck is climbing on the battery and is turning blue, the the hippie kids go, "He's out of sight." <laughs> did they really? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. He's miss, so rad. He's out of sight. Oh, uh, where else am I at? Do, 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 do. Jimmy, put your hand in mine. Um, at the very end, <laughs> as he's like being arrested and, and taken away, Fred, the lawyer, goes like. Like, don't worry, you're lucky. And the guy goes, I'm lucky. He's like, my son disowned me. I've lost a fortune. And I've just been arrested by the federal government. And he's like, yeah, but you yeah. got a good lawyer. Talking about himself. And we were like, he seems like the worst lawyer. He's a bad lawyer. Because he didn't even help in the actual trial. He spent all the money they earned. He wasn't honest. <laughs> he bought a fucking Ferrari. They're parasites. The parasite. My penultimate one is the judge says, at the end he says to the duck, he goes, for a worthless creature, you sure have caused a lot of trouble. And this was after a monologue about pro-capitalism but anti-taxes, kind of at the end. <laughs> this is a kid's movie, Lucas. Mm -hmm. And then the very last line of this kid's movie is from the judge, and he goes, if it ever lays a golden egg again, bury it quick. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. <laughs> bury it, bury it. <laughs> that is the end of the movie. All right. That's what they tried to do. <laughs> but it was supposed to be a camel. It was not supposed to be a camel. <laughs> All righty. You boys read some reviews. I'm going to use the restroom. It's ratings time. It is ratings time. <laughs> All right. We're going to speak the ratings. First off, thermometer. Seth, go. This is critics. Percentage. This is critics. It's a 49. Okay. It's 50 a 57. Sorry. 52. 17. Fucking Lucas is a winner. What? Wow. Uh, uh, it's better than Lyle. Star Wars was 25. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Gene Siskel walked out on this. Uh, audience score, percentage, Lucas. 65. Rotten Tomatoes. 57. Seth is our winner. It's a 41. That's crazy, man. Come on. <laughs> 17 of 41 on Rotten Tomatoes. Now we're going to IMDb. Metascore, this is critics. Out of 100, Seth. IMDb, critics. Uh. Your chair is squeaking so much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm really fidgety. It's my... Uh, Drunkness. Uh, no, it's my passion. 3.9. 39? 34. Yeah. Seth is our winner. It's a 45. Ooh. Critics like this on IMDb more. They don't like it, though. <laughs> yeah, it's still below average. And audience score out of 10, Lucas. 5.5. 5.7. One of you guys is right, and you guys are super close. <laughs> Who is it? Who is it? 
It's a 5.7. Oh my god. <laughs> I was unplugged my headphones. I was so excited. <laughs> Yanked back real good. I did. The computer's off kilter now. I was really off. <laughs> oh my god. I was real life excited. So Seth wins. So Seth wins. Um, Which is the highest one of them all. 5.7. So audiences. 17 and 45. For a 31 average. And audiences 41 and a 57 for a 4.9 average. Lucas, what are you giving this film today? Um, if you couldn't tell, I do like this movie a lot. And I'm going to give it a 9.4 rating. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I told Seth, I was like, get ready. Lucas is about to give this an 8.9 later. That's wild. Is this what it's like listening 4. to my reviews of everything every week? <laughs> That's crazy. This, this had tremendous acting as evidenced by the Golden Globe nomination. Tremendous stunt work. A, a popping script. Um, I think this is a work of art. Okay, Seth. Oh man, I think I'm gonna go back to seven point three. I kind of ruined my whole preamble into it, but yes, <laughs> seven point three is what I was going with. <laughs> I just, I, it seemed like a pretty good movie. Too I think low. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go six point two until mm-hmm. my reasons. Anyway. I thought it was pretty good, pretty entertaining, uh, fairly boring at parts. I thought that the relationship between the son and the duck could have been fleshed out a little better. Cause they're, <laughs> just because I wouldn't cross a ladder suspended barely for sure. between yeah, two yeah, buildings yeah. for a duck I barely knew. Um, But, you know, it was really fun. There were a lot of jokes that... Especially for the time when you can't just distract your kid with an iPad. Like, when you have to watch it with your kid, there's a lot of jokes for the adults in there. And it's very intentional when they're talking about the government and the treasury and all that shit like that. And It's layered. The the difference Like between, an ogre. And I think it handled the um, the discussion between generation gaps better than we do today <laughs> as a whole so I think you're right i think it's a lot of points for that maybe seven of the 7.3 so yeah. generation gap talk yeah nice it's just nice and last but not least it's my turn a zero no of course not oh god this is a two point no it's a it's a 6.8 This is a, it's like 0.5 too low, probably. I, <laughs> you should have. I think this is the worst of the three Ted Key films. I what? loved Gus for its like humor aspects with the the mule, the field goal kicking mule. Cat from Outer Space is a masterpiece. Like that, that film is. I think this is on par with it, in my opinion. No, it's not. I think they're on par. The flight scene alone. This- Three points. Two points, at least. Two full There's points. Two full points. But this decent film, it's not one to walk out on, Gene Siskel. Calm your tits, you asshole. For real. Yeah, Is he on. dead, too? I hope Assuredly. so. Yeah, exactly. Big Rog, I'm sorry. Rest in peace. Gene Siskel? Go rot in hell. Yeah. Also, also rest in peace. No. 
walked out on this. One he's of his man. three. I don't. He's a human. Does it make a difference if he's a woman? What are you saying, Lucas? No, he he lived and breathed just like all of us on this earth. Lived and breathed poison. Yeah, that asshole. Well, we all live and breathe the same air. The difference is what we use with the air that comes back out. Yeah. He spewed diatribes undeserving of that film. Exactly. So fuck him. And I will tell you right now, this is a better film than Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Which is all you guys need to hear, really. No, that doesn't really satiate. The things we wanted to hear. Are you? Would you be pissed if I would have said it's worse? Mm-hmm. I, the six point five on Lyle Lyle is not. Uh, there's no way to rectify that unless you like call it a zero. Instead. I've looked back at Lyle and I think it's more like a six point one. That's not good enough. <laughs> no, but you can't pass. But anyway, this is six point eight. I think it's decent family fun. It's not terribly scripted. Um, like I said, the worst of the Ted Key trio, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. So it is review time. You can go to the bathroom. Ooh. There's a bathroom right there for you. I know. I've been eyeing it. Nobody's used that bathroom yet, so break it in. I'm gonna shit so hard. Don't shit in my new bathroom. He's gonna. He left the. Do- he left the door open. We're just gonna hear <gasps> plop. <laughs> lots of just plops. A, just the craziest fart, and then lots of plops. My master bathroom has a fucking bidet. I haven't used it yet. I'm scared. That's pretty spooky. Yeah, I know. I don't know how to use it as well, but when I use it the first time, I don't know. All right, are you ready to hear changed. some reviews? Yeah. Yeah. Got three critics for you. First up, Big Rog, Chicago Sun-Times. Okay. Uh, he says, one of the most profoundly stupid movies I've ever seen. Yeah, he didn't get it. He didn't know <laughs> he what was going on. He doesn't get it like we do. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, next is by Scott Weinberg at DVD Talk. He said, uh, Sandy Duncan is asked to play a housewife who's easily as stupid as a stone. Throughout the entire flick, she's about two steps up from mental retardation. And this stuff is played for laughs. Easily one of Disney's studio's very worst live-action family comedies ever. Well, they just didn't get it. <laughs> I mean, Sandy Dunga's character was pretty dumb. That's the but point. Like, that's- she's a satire. There you go. And last but not least, Howard Thompson at the New York Times. He says, This picture spins along so easily and breezily that even a climactic auto mix-up seems natural. It was certainly funny, as viewed over a sea of little heads yesterday, and the children ate it up. I'm sure they did. That's That's a great review. I think that's that's my like big shining point of this movie almost is I didn't think it dragged at all when it was when they were going about their day to day business. I thought this was no, it didn't drag. Yeah, and like he said, he enjoyed it, and the kids enjoyed it, which is the biggest part. So there we go. And I enjoyed it. 
Brian, you didn't have any toilet paper, so I used your towels. I hope you don't mind. Fuck you. It does have toilet paper, and you didn't use our towels. Well, I didn't see the toilet paper, so I did use the towels. You ass. So be careful later, because I did hang them back up the same way they were standing. Just smear poop on my face? Just a bunch of dookie? That's the idea. (laughs) All right. And last but not least is user reviews. That's me. Big Rog didn't like it. He didn't? No. He didn't get it. That's what he said for every negative critic review. They just didn't get it. Which is true. Okay. That's how I feel about Space Chimps. Like, I understand. First review... Well, no. Space Chimps is pretty bad. You don't get it. We don't get it. You guys don't get it. That's what you don't feel about... That's what you don't feel about Drop Dead (laughs) Fred, Lucas. You don't get it. it. No, I get Fred. I get Fred plenty. (laughs) That's what you guys don't get about Lyle Lyle Crocodile. We all got Fred. We just hated it in different ways. You were pretty impartial about it. Yeah, that was my third group. <laughs> yeah. But you did hate Lyle, though. Yeah, I hate Sean Mendes. Um, first user review is by Plankton Rules. Returner. That's me. No. Um, truth be told, there are only 21 user reviews on IMDb for this film. So slim pickings, but I think I've got six here. Uh, February 19, 2022, he says, After being laid up after surgery... I decided to catch up on the films of Disney+. Plus. Up until recently, I've avoided the Disney live-action films from the late 60s through the 70s because they have a reputation for being terrible. Well, this is not the case, as I've recently seen excellent family films from Disney during this period, such as Justin Morgan Had a Horse and The Bears and I. Well, this doesn't mean they're all good. And there are plenty of broadly written and dopey sinkers. And shortly after um, the Million Dollar Duck began, I realized this. Since I was hurting and unable to do housework, I guess I was stuck with this one. Unlike Gene Siskel. After seeing the film, I am heartily in agreement with Gene Siskel. The Million Dollar Duck is a bad film. One that adults couldn't possibly love. Those who do likely saw it as kids and love it for the sentimental value. But otherwise, it's just painful. By the way, it is ironic that there's a scene where the mean neighbor, Joe Flynn, is fighting with the duck in his swimming pool. In real life, Flynn was found dead in his own pool only three (laughs) years later. Two out of ten. It got real dark at the end there. Is that true, Dan? I think so. Look up Joe Flynn right now. Find out how he died, Seth. All right, read the next review then. I'm also living proof that adults can like it without having seen it as a kid. <laughs> exactly. You never saw any of these old Disney things. I saw Gus as a kid. That was the one. Oh, that's right. But you had never seen The Cat from Outer Space, and that was the first one you recommended. Exactly. Just name and alone. It's funny, because you recommend it, yeah, as a, almost like a joke, and it was like, whoa, flight scene. Yeah. Hello. I just died in your arms tonight, me and the cat from Outer Space. <laughs> Across the bar. Uh, yeah. I just died in your arms. Did you find anything already? And now the million Look, dollar duck. Looking for it. Um, next one is by Rosanna Botafogo. Not Rosanna uh, yeah. from Paradise S- Hotel, Lucas. Seth. Oh, nice. <laughs> this is Seth. He's Rosanna Botafogo. That's me. Yeah, that is you. He had a heart attack while swimming. Damn, he's, he did die in his pool. That's, that's rough. Damn. 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 All right. 
Um, so Rosanna Botafogo, aka Seth, on Aug. Oh my god, good slap on the inner thigh. Um, August 15, 2021 says, and it turns out that a few layers later, two universe that's a weird way to start a review. And it turns out that a few <laughs> years later, two University like of Michigan f- professors managed to create pure 24 karat gold in a laboratory in 2012. And, and in 20 get out that prison that day. <laughs> and in 2020, a group of Swiss scientists managed to create an incredibly light type of air 18 karat gold. The gold losing its value in three, two, one. Very cute movie. The family trio, dad, mom, and son are cute. The lawyer friend, too. And the sustainable evildoers. Cute. Dot, dot, dot. Eight out of ten. <laughs> I think they were just really horny. Yeah. Weird review. That's just my review of San Andreas. <laughs> Al- Alexandra Daddario? Cute. Yeah. I don't know if cute is the right word for her. It is. Stunning. It is. Beautiful. It is. Sexy. It is. Hot. It is. So just everything that means good looking. Yep. Weird eyes. Cat. It is. <laughs> no, she's well, got beautiful eyes. I love weird eyes. Weird eyes yank of it. I was just about to say that. Why would you take that from me? Extreme that was one of my quotes. <laughs> Next up. Um, I can't believe you thought everybody said Rosanna Botafogo was you. Next up is by R96SK, August 6, 2020. They say, says, suitably entertaining, the Million Dollar Duck vo- follows very simple steps as a lot of Disney's wacky comedies from around this era. It, um, In that it regards, it isn't anything particularly noteworthy. The writing to set up the events of this film was poor. It's incredibly manufactured. However, as with most of these sort of films, it does produce enjoyable moments. Nothing out of this world, but a good enough watch nonetheless. 7 out of 10. Okay. Why would you kiss me there? 7 out of 10, I think that's a really fair assessment of it. Yeah. There was a relatively negative review. Um, And then it was still 7. Yeah. Got it. Mostly. <laughs> Big dog. 70%. Just proves you can't trust anybody. <laughs> Next one is by Islandia. Or Island Islandia. Probably Islandia. Brandon, what is that long-ass review? <laughs> this is the penultimate one. Um, February 16th, 2004, they say... Better speedrun that shit. Too bad I'm not six anymore. Three out of ten. Good review. <laughs> So I didn't get it. And I put this last one in here because I know Lucas loved my uh, Deep Blue Sea from 10 months ago. Super long review before we all went to Fiesta and Jalisco. He was loving it where they dived into a reporter view of somebody interviewing the shark from Deep Blue Sea and their deep context of it all. So this last one is a long one. It's five paragraphs, so buckle in. We'll buckle in. Voyage 2-2. Voyage (laughs) 2-2. That was just for you, Seth. (laughs) Thank you. On August 24, 2018, they say, It is fashionable to rag and bash this movie. The points are understood. 
Take 1930s cornball humor. Mix in the physical comedy of the Stooges and Keystone Cops with the backdrop of a story from antiquity, The Goose Who Laid the Golden Eggs. Place it in modernity, being more the generic mid-20th century with a lawyer and the U.S. Treasury folks. But it's 1971, but the movie appears to ignore the changing world outside. The far-out dudes, Wadlow boys, give a wink to the hippie era, but not much else. It's small-town California, a point which is made deliberately, which ironically harkens back to then-President Nixon's growing up. Gold and small towns. One only can imagine if any super seniors from rural America ever saw this at the time gold was the no-giver to prosperity in their eyes. Williams, Jennings, Bryan, and Free Silver were all the rage. Small town Mm -hmm. California with nine refineries. (laughs) The movie suffers from terrible timing. A huge shift in taste was sweeping the country as this is more in tune with the rural sitcoms of the late 60s recently purged and less with the views of new dramedies of all in the family and mash if you're reading this you probably have some appreciation for the humanities some history and motifs of the literature let's look at this differently first the characters sandy duncan as the flighty housewife sends the critics into orbit all in the family Use this characterization as satire. Here, and even in 1971, it's uncomfortable. Let's say that that's just a misunderstood bit of humor and exaggeration. For wide acceptance, dot, 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 a miss, okay? Let's say, uh, oh, sorry, I missed that one. Joe Flynn checks in with his staple upright bureaucrat as the treasury agent, and Dean Jones, the everyman, father, and family man. Some imagery and motifs now. Mrs. Dooley gets a phone call from the bank one morning because she's overdrawn on her checking account. A crusty old banker threatens to call her husband. Charlie the Duck offers the deposit. At the teller window, a balding middle-aged guy with a three-piece suit. Not too far-fetched for small-town banking in the late 60s, circa 1970. Not that, unlike the experience of their parents in the 40s, fast forward 30 years, ATMs, online banking, mortgage cuts from the online services, tellers, 20-something ladies with a blouse from Target, and if you ask an officer at the bank too many questions besides hours and building address, they'll reach for the phone and call 1-800-NUMBER later in the film. With the feds. Ponder keeping the Golden Charlie a secret. The first foreigner on the montage is French, notorious in the era for collecting U.S. gold to settle trade debts. There you go. When the Dooleys and Freds arrange chase, the call Katie gets is on a red phone. R-E-D. Lastly, the gold politics. I don't know what the red phone means, but lastly. The the red phone. Oh, duh. Yeah. Lastly, the gold politics. We're in small-town California here. Although McKinley's gold bugs won California against Brian's free silver in inflation supporting free silver, or in 1886, gold was of New York bankers and big city industrialists. Worker bees and farmers chose inflation supported 
free silver, but in 1971, the gold standard was on its deathbed. Mr. Nixon, who appears in this movie, would take us off the gold standard entirely within a few years. So own all the gold you want as we go totally fiat currency, a world none of the creators really lived through. Seven out of ten. <laughs> I counted eight on mine. That was... I'm glad we got some of the interesting backdrop of the, the gold politics of the era. And I do think yeah, right? the setting of small town California may even play into it with like the gold rush. The gold legends. rush? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I did pick up on that a lot. So, but well stated. <laughs> a little verbose there. We thought little songbird was verbose. Wasn't wrong. Get, ready, get ready for Voyage 2-2. Uh, good words. So, so I'll recommend this. Recommending? Yeah, Lucas already said he's recommending. <laughs> Why, Lucas? Um, Why? These movies seem to be masterpieces. Because of movies. He was cutting in and out, so mostly I just hear because of movies. It was <laughs> like masterpieces. They're masterpieces. I did hear masterpieces. Seth? Yeah. Reasoning. Um, I don't know. It's gonna sound cynical. I just I think we're in an era era of pump and dump where we're just trying to make the things that make the most money. Where this seems a little bit more like a passion project than most. Not that it's like the most passionate thing in the world or the thing he took the most pride in, but it's got passion. But but it's nice to yeah have something with some heart, something with some originality. And something that's uh, just not necessarily trying to make as much money as possible. Like actually trying to be entertaining for the intended audience, I think is rare. At least what's marketed to us today, it would be rare. That's good. I like that. <sighs> oh, heart attack. Um, and then I'm also going to recommend this. Um, it's kind of in that middle ground between Gus and the cat from outer space. Gus. Where Gus is just totally, like, out there. I mean, a duck laying golden eggs is pretty crazy. But they didn't expand on it as much as they did with Gus kicking field goal. Like, he was a huge part. It felt like Charlie was kind of, like, not the whole focal point as Gus was. But then the cat from outer space is all adventure, all great. So it's kind of in that middle ground. But it's still fun to watch, nonetheless. Um, my lowest recommend of the three Ted Key films, but still watch. So, that is gonna end it this week. Why are you looking at me like that, fucking Eddie? You bitch. We did it. He did it. Alright. Um, that's gonna end it. That means next week, I need to figure out what we're doing next week. We are starting rom-com month. And we've got da 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 da. Good luck, Chuck. Nice. With a guest. Hell yeah. We have another guest. Yeah. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Slugworth. It is Slugworth. Tune in next week. When I do the noise gate, that might cut that out with you whispering. Damn. But you'll hear me laugh. It's Slugworth, so somebody will know. It's Slugworth joining us next week for Good Luck, Chuck. 
Um, and then we've got rom-coms continuing. Um, Love on a Leash. Or no, Love on a Leash is moving to third. Because after that, still undecided if we've got either New Year's Eve or Harold and Maude. One of two. Wait, Love we on a Leash next. Eve. Sorry, Valentine's Day or, or Harold and Maude. Then we've got uh, Love on a Leash and finishing with When Harry Met Sally before we get back into just some mix of shit. So, some movies. I didn't even ask questions today. Fuck. So if you enjoyed, follow and like us everywhere. Keep listening. Uh, Give us a rate. Like, subscribe. Do that. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It helps us out. And send Lucas some recipes and... Um, eat some ass like like Tiki does. And um, with that, we'll see you next week. Kadoosh. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback. So please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies. And remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably probably the movies. movies.